everybody, and welcome back to Superman and Lois TV Talk. This is our episode for Season 1, Episode 11, a brief reminiscence in between cataclysmic events. My name is Frank Ramblings, and joining me, uh, we're back. All three of us are back together, fellas. Yeah. It's Mr. Derek Russell and Mr. Robin Burge. It's too bad we're out of time with saying that entire mm. episode title. <laughs> too many names, too many people. <laughs> too long in an episode title so we'll see you next week we're always around mm-hmm. we've gone evil we've gone we've gone evil that's what's <laughs> happening it's the evil you can tell because robin's eyes are red now yeah yeah that's the difference the subtle difference that is the yep the small small difference nope, in he's already media. left he's done yeah he's bored of us there's like this is yeah. too many people we gotta it's we fine. gotta take it down that's fine it's that's fine. fine welcome back frank Thank you. Uh, thank you guys. It was, uh, it's, it's always a bummer when I can't join you, but it's kind of a treat when I get to listen to, to you after the fact. So there's that. Yeah. But I don't know if you're like me when I listen to the two of you in the car, cause I, whenever I do it, I'm in the car and I'm like, I end up talking back to you the entire time. <laughs> This is, out. You're very consistent with this. It's been decades now. It's, sev- it's severe FOMO. You know, it's just <laughs> it's like the whole time you guys are like, did you like that part? And I'm like, yeah, I really did like that part. Not that you asked me. <laughs> I'm not there. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, real quick, real, real quick before we get into it, since so much came out of last week, what, once you hit your... Hit the your high notes. Letterman top ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I I guess the the big takeaway is I'm sure as hell happy that uh, Morgan Edge was not actually Zod because that was sort of my I was going to be real disappointed if that's where we were going. Um, and I'm I'm thrilled that that wasn't the case and and to see um, to see where they where they took that was oh, I mean the Eradicator stuff. I I was a very happy Superman fan. Um, the, the seeing, uh, Laura via Larna, um, thank you. uh, Yep. Yep. Stuck. Uh, Hey, yeah. Uh, so that was, was, I thought it was, I thought it was a, um, wildfire. Great episode. And, uh, you know, for, for, for a Superman fan, it was, it was something really, really cool. There was lots of fun, um, and exciting references. And and Derek, you went into it talking about why the eradicator means so much and, it is kind of cool that now we are sort of seeing the the four supermen from from Reign of the Supermen sort of three out of four sort of represented depending how you look at it. So that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. And I am like, are we going for four? Is that like what the goal of the season is? Like, what where where, where are we going next? Which one of you will which one of you will betray me before the rooster? Which yeah, one of exactly. you is the robot? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, who's Cyborg Superman, and and can they do a better job at Cyborg Superman than than maybe was done on on? on I think my, they would my have to, since there was no reason for that character to be called Cyborg Superman. There, there wasn't, and we I said it at the time. You know, Tim and I were saying like, why this is weird? Why is you don't this look Cyborg like Superman? him? You're not wearing an S. You just you just yes, decided in shawl, but there's okay. no point in you calling yourself Cyborg. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm a robot, but and is he, that a streetlight? Even David, I'm not not David a robot. <laughs> David Harewood afterwards was like, that's sort of, that was kind of strange. That was an odd choice. <laughs> uh, anyway, so if they can, if they can do uh, a different version of that, I'd be, I'd be happy to see that. Well, we've got more than enough to talk about on this one, which will carry us through yet another hiatus, although not as long as last time, thankfully. Right. Right. We're, Robin, what did you say? July 13th is July 13th episode? is the next one. And who okay. knows what's next? 
but we do have so, a date for the finale, but we're going to get into all that. In the, in the right. Spoilers. Right. And spoilers. spoilers. But, but as far as sort of news goes, like that's, that's interesting because you, you guys had, had read out like that they were going to do, they had, they had announced dates where they were going to do reruns. So that's a, that is a change of schedule. The fact that we're coming back for July 13th. And really that was, uh, according to IMDB. I mean, we did get the first. No, don't ever rerun. say those words. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> like, why did I even, <laughs> but, uh, Wikipedia wouldn't lie. Um, <laughs> but they? we did, we did hear from Craig that holding the wrench would be the first repeat. So I just naturally was like, hmm, so that, you know, if there's a four week break, you know, right. it, would, it would work that way. But right, I right. guess not. I guess not. Guess not. Maybe they're going to like double it up and have, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see either way. Um, yeah. We get more Superman Lois on, on the 13th and then yes, we know what, what date we're barreling towards for the finale. So uh, mm-hmm. it kind of puts things in, in perspective, but I guess that's about it for news. Yeah, uh, really kind of talking about how they switch things up with, you know, it, it could be, you know, we were thinking it was Zod and then it turns out to this Tal Rowe guy, this completely made up thing. And it's funny, I was reading an interview with Adam Rayner, who plays Morgan Edge, and he was saying that, like, he signed up as Morgan Edge. Like, he was going to be playing mm. Morgan Edge. That's what he was going to be. And this totally reminds me of... Of uh, what's his name? Who played John Henry Irons? Um, I'm, I apologize, I forgot his name. Wally Parks. Wally Parks. That's right. He signed on because he his character was described to him as Lex Luthor, Lex like Luther. Lex or a relation of some sort, or a clone of some. They're not quite figuring. It out. And then they find, and then it's it seems like they kind of dropped all these you know play pieces on the board, and then kind of partway through writing kind of flipped the script a little bit you mm-hmm. know they didn't know that I'm, I'm assuming they didn't know that morgan edge was going to end up being talro that they would make up a completely different kryptonian yeah. character um just like uh just like john henry irons like not knowing it's gonna that captain luther is gonna be john henry irons so it's interesting it is interesting i guess those i mean those are things that can come out you know you, you sort of start with one set of pieces on the board and maybe as you as you start breaking the story um, you realize that maybe it would be cool if like, what if we had some twists? What if, what if these characters are not who we, they're presenting themselves as, as this or that name, but what if they had a, another identity and, and what if that, you know, in some cases, what if that has a tie back to Superman, um, mm-hmm. lore and what if, or what if we broke new ground? I, I wonder if, you know, COVID had anything to do with this. Like they started in one direction and then there was a bit of a break and maybe the writers were like, you know what? I'm kind of bored with this. What, what if we did this differently? <laughs> it is <laughs> interesting, know? right? Cause I, I do feel like Supergirl sort of has a, a feel uh, that way this season too, where it sort of feels like, you know, they had a lot of time to really refine the story they had more time than they would normally have. And it seems like maybe they, they took it in some different directions than they would have otherwise mm-hmm. because they had more time to, to noodle on it. Right. Right. And you yeah. know who knows? Maybe we would have we would have ended up with uh, somehow like Morgan Edge being responsible for being in control of this Radicator and and all that. And yeah, they didn't push it that final like actually he's a, a hidden Kryptonian this entire time. So I love yeah. I love I love where, where they've taken it. Right, or maybe they would have they were maybe they were originally going with Zod and then thought hmm, yeah you know maybe yeah <laughs> maybe we dodged <laughs> a bullet. I mean that. Yeah. So uh, shall we get into the episode breakdown? Shall I walk us through it as I usually do? Please do. Give us the tale of the tape. What are the vital signs? 
Okay, a brief cataclysm between reminiscent events is directed oh by. Oh, darn it. Brief Reminiscence in Between Cataclysmic Events is directed by Gregory Smith and written by Brent Fletcher. I didn't really look them up because I've already talked about them earlier this mm. season. They're, they're both returning. Uh, but we start in the Arctic Circle where we have young Clark after uh, freshly uh, uh, abandoning his mother in Smallville without a hug <laughs> uh, is now uh, just basically holding the sunstone, uh, letting it kind of lead him. And then all of a sudden it just kind of stops and he's like, and he just gets super angry about it, <laughs> which, uh, you know, no pun intended, but you no know, pun intended. <laughs> I was fun. I was thinking like, wow, this, this young Clark is so like, this is the angstiest young Clark. And we, we had 10 seasons of seasons of Smallville, but this kid, an angry you know. young man. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I really feel like the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> sorry, don't have to put a coin in the jar for those two. No, you're uh, fine. Oh, okay. boy. Um, yeah, he's dollars. Big... Go ahead and say dollars. this up front. Any any Bo Burnham references, a dollar goes in the door. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do. Robin I do just got out like his wallet. The... <laughs> yep. How about Venmo? Would Venmo suffice? Um, <laughs> I just learned how to use it. So, oh, good. dollar so not can, at the podcast. You can send Derek that twenty bucks back then. Um, I did. <laughs> good. Good. Um, so we had that on the record. <laughs> okay. Good. Great. I'm glad. I'm glad that it's documented. <laughs> Your transactions are documented. It, he is very angsty. He he makes he makes uh, uh, Smallville Clark look you know look well adjusted and sorry. He makes Smallville Clark look well adjusted and grown up. And, Huge uh, uh, Superman the movie vibes from this, mm, obviously, mm-hmm. and 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 that other show vibes as well. Mm. Um, because those are both instances where we've seen the formation of the fortress of solitude. And it's not something that happens in live action a whole heck of a lot. Um, but instead of getting mad and throwing the crystal, he just is like, yeah, throws <laughs> just it on the ground. And he's, he's ready to walk back home. I'm going to just walk yeah. right back. to I, She better still be sitting <laughs> on that bench. <laughs> she better not have turned into it yet. I'm going to have to apologize <laughs> for this. Came all this way and nothing. Uh, but then, yeah, the, the fortress is built and, and what, which is the one thing that I thought that was cool about this that I think is unique is the fact that the fortress being built completely buries him and he has to heat vision himself mm-hmm. out from under the ice in the snow. Well, it's more of almost like a cavern in this. I mean, there's still like a formation. Yeah. Of course, it's not the, you know, the back of the shoe shirts or anything, but it's, you know, it's. Well, that it's, it was that wasn't really a great i i mean oh, no. well, it's not wow. um, <laughs> but it's I mean, obviously much already... more about that that cave entrance um yes. than anything else which is good because i guess that keeps you know people from just that happen to be coming by out of it that's that's true yeah yeah you um, get a lot less intruders when you're not a giant i mean you asshole. call it the fortress of solitude but when you make it look like that it, it, you can spot it for miles yeah yeah, yeah that's true exactly that'll be they actually that don't call it the Fortress of Solitude. Don't name I'm it. jumping ahead a little bit, but Jor-El does not refer to it as the Fortress of Solitude. Does Clark oh, he just asks says him, this is a place where you can learn. Yeah, a place yeah. Uh, from away from public eye where you can, you know, learn and, and grow. And also, I mean, too, the Superman the movie vibes, the fact that he ages. He yes. goes from Jeff East to Christopher Reeve uh, in the in the time that That's he's right. been training at the fortress. So uh, but Jeff they East don't look- drop years. They don't drop. They don't drop ears. They don't drop. Sorry, Robin. Jeff East looked anything like Christopher Reeve. Um, He sure sounded like him. 
Benbow's nose <laughs> looks a lot like Christopher Reeve. <laughs> you know, I was I was years older before I knew that that was dubbed. Maybe okay. not like high school, but I'd say like junior high before I knew that that was a, yeah. a dub job. And when you watch it now, there's just no way to not pick up on that. Once you know, whatsoever. you can't. Once, yeah, you, you can't. can't not. See I, I just or unhear it. I mean, I could, I know, I guess I noticed it was ADR, but so many movies in in the seventies, oh yeah, were ADR yeah. that like it didn't phase me. It's like he sounds just like him. Right. Oh, it is him. It is him. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, so Jarrell appears and tells him, gives him the lowdown, um, and uh, and then young Clark is uh, basking in the sun and ends up going for a run, and that run uh, turns him into older Clark. And he was uh, running fast. <laughs> yeah, that was the stuff right like there. that. Yeah, we're really talking about it. How, how do y'all feel about Angus as Jor-El? Well, since this might be the last time we uh, are able to discuss him. Oh, that made me so angry. <laughs> that made me really angry. Let's talk about I, it. You know me. That's my, like... That's my bread and butter. Like Superman, Fortress of Solitude, Kryptonian AI, like all that is like right in my wheelhouse. Yep. So when when Edge did that, I was like, kill him. Just kill him now. Just go ahead and murder him. <laughs> Turn the lights on in there while we were all fine out here and just drop him in the hole. Like the, there's there's no redeeming quality there whatsoever. But we'll talk about that when the time comes. Yeah. Angus <laughs> McFadden. Um, is it McFadden? McFadden? Sure. Um, He's definitely a, a different Jarrell. He's not the older, yeah. wiser. I don't know. He just seems like a, I don't know. He, I guess it's just, just feels different to me, but also. It's, it's closer to a, it's closer on the spectrum between Marlon Brando and uh, Russell Crowe. It's more on the Russell Crowe side of the spectrum. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah. They must have really been leaning. Like we had to give him a beard, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's the first Jor-El, and this is nothing against his acting or anything like that. I don't mean, but it's the first time I've ever felt like Jor-El wasn't really there. Oh, like I yeah. really feel like he's a hologram and not. Yeah. Yep. Even though they probably converse more than a Terrence Stamp or a Marlon Brando or or you know what have you, that that more, I guess you could call it live commentary versus yes, right pre-recorded messages on the answering yeah. machine kind of thing but, the, it's but there's more conversational it's more yeah because with like a, a terrence stamp yeah because with a terrence stamp you're getting more like formal like the time has I come you know Zonic. like like yeah. that kind of stuff and this is more like mm, you gotta you yeah. gotta raise those kids there's i don't know you know it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it feels it's, like far more he has like feelings he's less formal and he has like a personality i guess is what it is instead of being sort of straight up an ai it's not like you're talking to your, you know, your Amazon tube device that I won't say the name of, so I don't trigger anybody's devices. Thank you. But, we appreciate yeah. that. But you know, it's like it's like you're talking to your your device assistant. Amazon tube device. <laughs> um, did you notice Frank uh, offsides what uh, what one of the first lines in the episode was? This is no fantasy. No, it was like the day has know. finally come. Oh yes, like yes, that. yes, I was yes. like, yeah. I, did. I did. I was like, so close. Off by so one. Close. So <laughs> close. Save me, chapter two, dropping tomorrow. The day is coming. The day is coming. The day is, the coming. Day is coming. All right. So, uh, yeah, young Clark turns into old the Clark we know, Tyler, and then he takes flight, and uh, 
I, I texted you guys a couple of gifts and I was just like pure joy. Just rewatching those, just the gifts of Tyler flying and being just really communicating how exciting it is to learn that you can fly and being able to control flight. I, and even lets out a woo, <laughs> which I thought was I great. It's so fun. I mean, it, some, some, some Donner pulls, some Snyder pulls, Snyder some of their own sure. pulls. Definitely. Um, I, the, the shot of him morphing into Tyler was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. thought, you know, amidst all that being digital again, it's hard to look at this show and then look at all the other shows on the CW and be like, I see where the money's going. Like <laughs> for sure. Really good. <laughs> for sure. Uh, so yeah, Jorel basically is like, okay, your lessons are done, but you need to figure out why you choose to be their, uh, their champion. Like you need to go back to your back and reconnect <sighs> with humans. Do I like, <laughs> must I, <laughs> I mean, did all that came here. Uh, now you're going to make me go back. I, it's, it's you, pretty you're the one here. that sent me here, dad. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of chill here. What if I just, can I just, just hang? I, I mean, I've been here for 10 years. What's, you know, what's another I mean, year? Martha's not really going to notice another year. right? All right. And the 28 known galaxies and all that business. I forget how long he was actually in the fortress of solitude. Um, in, in this in, show? No, in Superman the movie. In, <laughs> oh, okay. in this 13? show, Robin, anytime you want to take us, take oh, us we'll to get the to it. Board. Okay. <laughs> shows up in the next scene that makes me go, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, as soon as they showed that marquee in the next scene, I was like, oh. nope, nope, not even. Uh, all right. Shall we get to it? <laughs> yeah. So, so yes. Clark goes back to Smallville. Um, and uh, Martha... <laughs> who has now retained human form uh, and uh, knows who this form of bench. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, it knows who this uh, young man is. And at first I was confused, but later we find out that she had a dream about him and he looked his adult self. So that actually made up for, I was like, I, you know, I almost dinged them on that. I'm like, how did she, I mean, he looks a bit different than <laughs> young Clark. Um, I mean, he grew four feet. There's, there's that, you know. Yeah, yeah, he was not taller than her, and now is. So he now, looks like a completely different person. Like, so, yeah. how does she recognize him? <laughs> Acting. Acting. Uh, so yeah, he says he's sent to Earth to become its champion, but he's got to do one. He he needs to do one thing before, and that's to see Lana. And we have this moment where he goes into his old room. And, or maybe just in some boxes that Martha's keeping. Anyway, he pulls out a yearbook, and good golly, they say class of 1998. And I was like, yes, <laughs> a year. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that means if Clark was in the same grade, that means he was 18 when he was, when he was in his young Clark form in 1998. Um, that means he's currently 41, which I went back to my previous notes, if everybody remembers the legal pad. I mean, I know you got it kind of written down as your favorite um, uh, Superman and Lois TV talk memories. Certainly. Uh, it, it matches I know up. I wrote it, it down in my yearbook. <laughs> uh, he is currently in 2021, uh, 41 years old. Uh, and that's exactly how they set it up uh, uh, previously. And it even works in to uh, some of the Supergirl uh, mythology as well. Ah, that's right. Because yeah. he's supposed to have been here for what twelve years already when she gets here. So, yeah, that 
And this up. is what 2004 now. Is that correct? We, we're getting when she that. when she gets we're here? getting to that. No, oh, when, we're when that. Where, where we're at now with him and the farm. Oh, oh, I see. Yes, we're getting to that though. Hold on, I'm sorry. So, I, I mean, to... I love I love how this how how I loved working through this. So I don't want to just okay. drop it all. I didn't mean to One, to take it I, away from you. <laughs> In the yearbook, there is a name in there. I, of course, Google every name that they show on the show. And uh, one of them was Brent Ladner. So I put Brent Ladner, Superman, Brent Ladner, Superman, and Lois. And I found an article uh, from Vancouver talking about the suburb of Delta uh, in Vancouver area um, is called uh, Ladner. And Ladner is the suburb where I was horrified to find out looking at this article and I sent it to you, Derek, Yeah, that the Kent farm facade is built in Ladner. Oh no. Facade. Uh, it's not real. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> we might be looking at an empty house. That's fine. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll definitely be I just uh, assumed. I mean, from what I was able to gauge on that, that the show built, they the do. house, the facade, obviously. There's no reason for yeah. just a fake four it's a walls. big facade. <laughs> Did they build the barn too, though? I'm assuming. I mean, knock up, uh, Cracker Jack. It looks I like it's been there for... silo too. And... It yeah. looks like it's been there for uh, dozens of years. Well, of course, we yeah. know the entire uh, town of Smallville is is facade built on like a fairground yeah. mm-hmm. in real life. Yes. Um, I'm sorry. It's like a street over from the real have... main street of... Yeah. Uh, Surrey? It, is that Surrey? Yeah. Sir, uh, don't set that off either. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's a street over from downtown Smallville from Smallville. Yeah. Uh, Clover, yeah Clo- Cloverdale, Clover? I believe. Cloverdale. Cloverdale. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that was some new information I didn't have before. <laughs> so anyway, we go down to that main to that facade main street. Everything's a lie. Um, uh, and Clark spots Lana talking to a friend in front of the Sequoia and the Sequoia has on his marquee that the theater is showing a double feature and it says on one side, Harry Potter and the other side, Friday Night Lights. Of course, Harry Potter, no idea. Like which Harry Potter, but you see Friday Night Lights, Friday Night Lights came out in 2004. Nice. Which means this is 24 year old Clark we're seeing here. Um, and that Clark is definitively been gone six years. Not okay. However long it was in the movie, um, in the movie it was twelve years. Whew. I was thinking thirteen. So yeah, thirteen stuck in my mind too for some reason. But but I just did a quick Google and it's it's twelve. And then did I looked up some other side goog. <laughs> you might call it uh, round three. Um, and uh, I looked uh, looked at my old notes, and yeah, two thousand four is also the same year that Kara arrives on Earth. And I, who I, now? Kara is a Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Everybody, uh, this is a character that is in. Kara. Kara. Is it Kara? Kara. Kara. Oh, sorry, Kara. Uh, Some say so... Kira. So. <laughs> well, they kicked that person off the show. Anyway, uh, so. Um... Couldn't afford her. <laughs> so then, then I, of course, I went further, and 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 I was like, okay, which Harry Potter came out the same year as Friday Night Lights? And I was Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay, but. They screwed up because I noticed that on the front of the theater, they have a poster for Chamber of Secrets. Oh, shoot. 
So then I'm like, oh, maybe they're doing like a three movie marathon for Harry Potter sure. on one side. I can't and, see that at all. Yeah, it's it's out of focus. But if you notice, it's that green uh, poster that they had for Chamber. Chamber wow, you went green. deep on this. Good for <laughs> you, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, weird I, you know, it's a Warner Brothers so... property, too. It's a Warner Brothers property. So it's like it doesn't seem like it would be that hard to have the right poster. And now I'm going to drop another thing on you. If the boys are both 16 years old in 2021, that means they're born they're not when 16, Clark turns 14. 25. Oh, really? They're 16. They're 14. They're 14? 14. 14. Yeah. Okay, so that, that okay, lines that up. Gives, okay. That lines up. That gives us a couple yeah. of years. Yeah, about three years between Clark uh, wandering around in Smallville uh, and getting disappointed because Lana is with this clean-shaven uh, uh, fireman-to-be. Yep. Uh, and then three years later, you know, he's already... Well, we'll be talking about that, but yeah. Can, can yeah. we talk about this though? And not math. I did yes. not like this. I did not like this at all. What, what, um, what part I, of it? I don't like him coming back to find her only for him to be sad that she's with somebody else. Oh, like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like he left her behind when he left Smallville behind. That's like, true. I, I don't, That's I mean, true. cause I, then it becomes almost like a, he, he got with Lois, not as a rebound, mm. obviously, but you know, it was like, because I didn't have my first option because, you know, well, she yeah, in, and I just, I don't like that. That's not how I don't, I didn't care for that at all. I, I didn't, that, that actually didn't, didn't bother me as much as the idea that he would just leave Martha for nine, uh, six years. Mm-hmm. Um, and just sort of like, yeah, I just had to do my own thing. Like I, that, that actually rubbed me the wrong way more than him still pining for Lana. Like, cause, cause when he meets Lois, it's like, you know, boom, like butterflies. Oh yeah. I mean, I know it, that's like the way it's going to be, but it's also, he's, I don't know. It just like, if, if they had done that and he was looking for, and then he saw she was with somebody and was vis- visibly happy for her, like, sure. like, sure. like the change there, but like, you know, mm-hmm. zooming into the ring and all that. It just, it didn't, I mean, his eyes went red. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> a lot of that going around. I don't know. I, I guess I could, I guess I could, I, it, I don't know. For whatever reason that didn't bother me as much. And it just sort of, it felt relatable. Like he's, he's still a teenage kid and he still has feelings. Um, so he hasn't, he, well, he's not a teenage kid anymore, but he's a, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's not a teenage kid anymore actually. But, um, but you know, he's, I mean, he missed at this point, he's missed out on Facebook. I mean, he's missed a lot. Right. And that's mm. the thing is like, it's, it's, it's one thing to be, um, you know, just to, for it still to, to, to hurt when, when the person that you cared about is with somebody else. But it's, it's different if he was like, I expected you to wait for me, which I don't think he did really. And Martha even said, I, I mean, I kind of feel like he did though. I mean, he's sitting at the table, like lamented, like, like yeah. lamenting the fact that, and she's like, you were gone a long time. People move on. And he's like, yeah, I guess. And it's like, no, yeah. you, Six years, you were man. the one that left and you made the conscious decision to leave. And I don't I know. Mean, I just, I, to be clear, I completely agree with with that statement that he he can't have expected her to to wait but it just no i mean i, I guess it didn't I bother me wholeheartedly that he still that's felt the, sad martha's spitting the truth i just I, I guess it's to me it feels like yeah i don't know well, I, yeah i, I think it's, they're it, trying it's, to make i i'm I, I think they're trying to make two points that they're 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 nailing down in this episode one is a little uh kind of fishy kind of like oh god i hope they're not up to this but that lana is officially the one that got away But Mm. number two, which I feel much more happy about, is that they're saying, okay, this right here, this broody, angsty Clark is who he would have been without Lois. 
and that Lois make, and then Morgan nails that point home at the end of the episode. That's right. Well, I mean, you know, I, that's so maybe that's true. that's why it, that's true in all media to me. I mean, Lois is Superman's Superman. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, yeah, but like where, to to that, lay it out like that for us, rather than just let us kind of. Because at twenty four, you know, knowing that he's twenty four when he's doing that kind of changes. When I watched it, I guess I was still sort of thinking of him as being younger than that. At twenty four, ooh, yeah, you're a grown man now, man. Like that's you shouldn't be, you should be old. Like, yeah, um, you should you should understand that like she moved on with her life because you've been gone for six years. So like, of course you did. Um, so with that, with that uh, shading on it, I, I do like the idea that Lois makes him a better man. And Lois, Lois makes him, you know, a, a better person as much well, as the Kents, the Kents give him the foundation and Lois, you know, and, yes. and no, that's always been the case. I, uh, but I just, I, that's an interesting way to show it. It's a different way to show it that I, the, I don't know. The, Kent, the Kents make him human. Lois makes him Superman, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's, that's a really small potatoes way of saying what she is to him. Cause it's so much more than that. It's but, yeah, you know, yeah, looking sure. at it through that lens, but to me, it's like with this, it's just, I don't know. I just did not care for Didn't sit right. I just wish it had been, Oh, she found somebody. I'm very happy for her. Not. Yeah. Oh, I would have, I would have liked that better. I would yeah. have liked that better. Yeah. Because well, got- I, Lana Lang should never be the one that got away. I mean, yeah. in my opinion, it's like kryptonite I, skin, so they can't get together. Is that? Uh, <laughs> she got the, far away. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really feel like um, did did we did Lana even show up in any of the previous flashbacks to small young small? Mm-hmm. Like, did we see a no, young I mean, Lana? She's talked about so stuff. It's weird previously. how they kind of crowbar she, that into there. <laughs> yeah, she's talked about things. I don't know why it just wasn't him walking through Smallville. I don't know why there was this destination thing of having to go see her. I don't know why he couldn't have just been walking down Main Street, seen her, got excited to see her, and then saw Kyle run up and hug her. And that's true. It is weird that he was like, like, and just be like, very happy for her. Keep on walking. Like, why did it have to be this? I've come back for her kind of thing. I that that is weird. That is weird. That he and he knew to find her at the theater. Like, yeah, actually, that that is very strange. Uh, well, moving on. Clark, Sorry. I didn't mean to bring us down. No, no, it's okay. Um, Clark is brooding, and Martha uh, decides to cheer him up by showing that she's made him a costume that she dreamed about. What do you guys think about that? Like she dreamed about him as this man, and that he was wearing this outfit. I, I, it was a little i mean it was cute i guess i i don't know it was kind of it was a little strange for for me that I, I i don't know maybe this is i liked it. it i i it gave me shades of man of the ending of man of steel mm-hmm. with him pretending to have the cape on and jonathan watching him and of course then in the next movie it's like it, this was just a dream of some of a farmer from Kansas and was like no he told you not to do any of this i don't he told you to not show yourself to the world <laughs> he died for it mr coach klein mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it does feel like it's it's they they are kind of uh cloaking martha in this weird uh dream space thing like how in the pilot it's this whole thing where martha is like calling to Clark from her, from her deathbed, but Mm -hmm. also like sets up this mysterious, like it's time to come home, you know? And now she's, you know, now we go back and she's dreaming about him and as this hero. And now she's telling him it's time for you to go save the world. Um, Hmm. It's interesting what they're doing with Martha on this show. (laughs) 
Did you notice some of the stuff in the trunk? When yeah, she pulls out uh, the suit. Yeah. And I noticed the little rocket from the pilot yeah. that he that he yes. knocked through the walls of the house. The facade. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, uh, and there's like a metropolis uh, baseball cap and a few other and meteors. Some, uh, glasses. There's some glasses some in there, and I'm like, I don't. I never understand the glasses on the kids. I never. That was one of my biggest gripes with Superman Returns. It's like, why does he have glasses? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Never makes sense to me. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. So uh, she unfurls the cape. And uh, yeah, that was interesting. She was holding it. It looked like she was just holding the cape. And I was like, oh, like she's like it. It almost looked like a tunic the way it was folded, like it cut <laughs> in, looked like a Star Trek uniform, kind of. It sure looked like a red Carhartt jacket for, at first glance. Uh, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna need something on the like, chest, oh, though. We're doing this, huh? Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Um, so uh we then go to metropolis and we have uh, a bumbling lost clark <laughs> and uh i don't know this kind of lines up with this is not a personality he's just he's in the city and he's a guy from kansas you know uh, do, do you know where the street is Steve, is it, does anybody does anybody know where the, like he's just walking around and hoping some kind yeah. stranger will tell him how to get there yeah it's not really you know mild-mannered bumbling clark facade it's true Fish out of water, I, Clark. Yeah. Yeah. I always prefer that. I always prefer prefer that over the like, oh, he's putting it on. Like I, I mm. actually kind of like the the like, no, he's just kind of he's a little bit of a dork. He's actually like a little <laughs> bit of a dork. And he really I mean, even in this, he's not putting on I mean, he's out on the street just talking to people. Right. He's not in the planet pretending, you know, slumping over or yeah. anything like that. I mean, this is it's him. It's not a bit. This is Clark. It's not a bit. He's yeah. just yeah. trying to find his the the apartment that he's gonna rent and funny enough it he's looking for mill edge avenue and i was mm. like mill edge maybe that was the first uh hint that this might not mm. all be real but i don't understand why they said mill edge uh, and it's I was way, looking, it's a way to hide edge in there you know you're the reading edge. too much into it no no everything means something uh, i think they're <laughs> at the corner of russell and glossom <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Clark, you know, here's tire squealing and here's a driver say the brakes are out and then steps into an, an alley and he walks past the phone booth and I was like, ah, uh, uh, no, and does the shirt rip and takes off to this guy. I didn't realize what was coming later, but uh, what an awesome shot. So cool. The, I never, I, I'm, I, I'm always uh, just thrilled to see the camera in on the chest as the shirt opens, but then they follow it up with him going right up into the sky and the camera just kind of looks up at, at this like, you know, jet of smoke as he's taking off. Uh, and yeah, so uh, we, we see, now we start seeing some stuff from we saw in the pilot. Uh, yeah. But- this is all juxtaposed with the pretty much the, <laughs> the previously on the montage from the yeah. narration from the opening of the pilot with right. the action comics one kind of cover and obviously him meeting Lois at the planet and all that. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, when he comes back, that's when he does the phone booth switcheroo. Yes, yeah. I love after he I, saves the kid, gives him the hat yeah. back. Cool, cool costume. Thanks, my mom made it for me. Oh, I love. Here you all go, of this. friend. He says. Yeah, oh, I loved all of it. I love. I love the kid's hat gets knocked off. He gives him back the hat, and then when Clark flies away, Superman flies away. The hat gets knocked off again. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, and we kind so of assumed from the pilot that this would be especially since it's a the Fleischer costume and b the green you know kind of mobster car yeah. for you know third like late 30s kind of car that the pt cruiser was even modeled after 
mm-hmm. um, that this was going to be his first appearance, right? As Superman, and as it turns out, it seems to actually be his first appearance. Turns yeah. out as Superman. Uh, and then we get a little bit of additional, like, uh, are people going to buy this secret identity? You know, it is, are people going to buy him and not realize he's the same person that was in the costume? And so he has this after, conversation with the girl. After the phone booth. Yes. After the phone booth. Ben. <laughs> Say, Jim. Woo! I was so happy. And that's good. I, I like that. You know, I think that's one thing that makes it leaves a little bit of a foul taste in my mouth in the, for the 78 Superman, which barely anything in that movie leaves a foul taste. But the fact that like he goes to the phone booth and it's not like a real phone booth and it's like, oh, that's a joke. And I'm like, no, it's the first Superman movie. It should be a phone booth and you <laughs> should do the switch in there. Like, Hell oh, I get yeah. it. Is. They're being Funny modern change. and meta. Yeah. <laughs> so the woman he's talking to on the street is you know like you said it was all like i didn't see him nobody said he just was he was a bird a plane who knows but she mentions the planet and then he's standing in front of the planet and looks up at it so uh, okay. did he Another have any shot. inclination to apply at the planet before that was his that his first kind of nudge toward oh this might be a good idea i think it kind of seems right. like that was <laughs> yeah it kind of seems like that's what gave him the idea because he's like uh you know, she says he looked like a guy in a cape that was flying. Someone at the planet has got to hear about this. And maybe mm-hmm. that gives him like, oh, actually, so that would be a place to get the news. Well, obviously. I will but- <laughs> say of all of this that's coming, I'm glad it was not a retread of things we've done previously. I've, I really enjoyed some of the new spin they put on mm. uh, him at the planet, him and Lois, all that. There were a few things that made me scratch my head, but we'll get to that. Okay, so uh, he goes and applies, and Perry says his resume is a cry for help. He's looking for cub reporters, not lost puppies. <laughs> uh, because Clark's experience, of course, is uh, his high school paper. Um, right. And then so Perry gives him, uh, he's, he's like, all right, fine. No health insurance, no overtime, and you have to pick up my dry cleaning. <laughs> I kind of wish the no health insurance was a bigger joke, because I feel yeah. like it was just kind of brushed over. Like, I feel like it, that could have been a whole lot funnier if it'd been like, well, there's no health insurance. Be like, I'm good with that. Like, yeah, yeah, true. Don't need any. Like, I feel like it was just, it was just a little more subtle than it had to be, but I I would have appreciated more of a sting on that punchline. That's true. That was a a missed opportunity there. Uh, And then the no overtime doesn't really apply, but the the no health insurance was right. Like, hmm. Surprisingly, not going to be a problem, Chief. Yeah, what did you think about this, Perry? Like immediately, he's like up and out on the nose room. He's rushing out, and Clark is kind of trying to keep up with them. Um, I thought I mean, that's Perry. Perry's, Perry, Perry, goes. Perry, Perry, Perry is on the move. Perry is walking, which is funny to me later on when he's like, "This isn't you know a track team, Kent, or or track and field, or whatever." He says to him when he's <laughs> running out about to change to go save Lois. Um, but you know, I love. I love that we at least got some Perry because we only got that one that happens here in a second when, again, they juxtaposed a lot of this really well with Mm. the stuff that they shot for the pilot. Um, And we only got that one quick corridor scene with Perry Mm -hmm. and that was it. And then when we catch up however many years later, he's already been fired or retired. So, yeah. Uh, So, you know, we see the meeting, the first meeting between Clark and Lois that we saw in the pilot. Um, and then, you know, he, he's following her around and they run into Ron Troop, who's showing him a picture of a mystery man flying a boat that was sick, sinking off of Hobbs river. And that photo was taken by Jimmy. He says, yeah. <laughs> and Hobbs river. Else. is it funny that Jimmy got a reference between before Cara did? On oh. 
<laughs> oh man. Oh, that is sad actually. Um, uh, yeah. Car hasn't even landed yet. She, uh, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. You, you're the math mm-hmm. guy. We're, we're close. Yeah, we're so close. Like, any, any, any moment now. Any minute now. <laughs> Uh, maybe she's just gonna be a, a pair of boots in the corner, just like he was on her first season. Um, he just starts messaging her. He's like, Who's, "Who the hell's this?" <laughs> I told you never to call me here. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you were saying about Hobbs River, Frank? Yeah, Hobbs River is a is a metropolis uh, fixture in in the comics. Hobbs Bay, Hobbs River. So yeah, yeah it's a little thing from the comics. Uh, so yeah, Lois starts to tell Clark like, uh, well. She- He's like, you know, everybody's trying to get the scoop on this new guy, but no, nobody's paying attention to the systemic issues that that's bringing down Metropolis. Not, you know, everything can't be just sealed up with a quick re- rescue. And again, this is this is Lois making S- Superman Superman. I think this is like he's doing all this stuff that's you know quick rescues, but um, not really thinking about you know the seedy un- underbelly of right. Metropolis. Mm. Maybe I don't know. Ongoing problems other than yeah. cats stuck in trees. Right. Because <laughs> he said, he's like, I didn't, I hadn't even heard about this. <laughs> yeah. Had you yeah, read and- Superman Smashes the Clan last year? <laughs> then you would. Yeah. I, this wasn't familiar to me at all, but I was very uh, <laughs> surprised to see Nazi symbols coming, <laughs> coming out. Uh, and yeah, these, this not some, some sort of uh, trench coated metal masked guy with Nazi symbols. Um, whereas doing arson attacks against minority owned businesses. And I actually saw that this might be the same symbol that Uber Cara was wearing. It, right? it is. It is. <laughs> yep. It's that same from, from the, uh, from the crossover a few years back where there was the whole evil, evil universe. Well, the evil, SS patch or the SS whatever. patch. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but they've been using that in this, in the Arrowverse in yeah. lieu of a swastika. Like that's been there. That's been their Nazi symbol. How did you feel? About Lois not really caring about Superman. I think that's a great, I think, I think that was a great path to to take because usually, you know, Lois is like fawning over Superman, like goo-goo-eyed over Superman and not paying any attention to Clark. But here we have it the other way around. I mean, I'm, well, and I that- almost, I almost was like, is it just her intrinsic need to get, to get a story down? But she was like, I'm too worried about my own stories, you know, to, to be chasing this one and mm. i don't know I, I i liked it i liked we'll talk more about obviously when we get to the interview um but i i liked that you know she was you know boys and their heroes that kind of thing like just brushing the whole thing off like we have actual bigger problems here than somebody picking up boats and stuff like that right and all his nonsense is drowning out the real news yeah, <laughs> yeah. i kind of like it from the point of view of Lois being this hardened reporter who is who is very motivated and very ambitious and and sort of being so caught up in the in the work that maybe she's missing the biggest story of all time right under her nose. You know, I, I kind of like that as like because it's not until he comes into her life that 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 softens her and and and, and turns her turns her life around, right? Because she was well, on- and it's it's sort of fascinating too that I mean, based on dialogue, it's somewhere between six months and a year before they ever even actually meet, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. which was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like the idea that she's, she's not so story hungry. It's not, it's not Lois about, you know, having the byline. It's Lois about, you know, uncovering truth yeah. and, you know, that his truth's great. And, you know, everybody, everybody in here is fighting for that truth. I'm going to 
focus on the truth that's not getting told right now. Yeah. Champion of the oppressed. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we've heard Bitsy talking like interviews about how important it is to her, you know, portraying journalism and fighting for truth and all that. So I think it's great that they're holding it up. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, we see a little bit of Lois kind of, you know, getting snapped out of her usual, um, you know, her head down, busy, busy, and nobody paying attention because all of a sudden this, you know, nice guy in glasses says, how can I help to her? And that's that, that little bit of a crack in the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her I mean, it's always Lois like, yeah, you're from Kansas. I don't have time for you. You know, I mean, there's, there's flirting. Yeah. Because obviously no matter if he's slumped over and has glasses and Porton is here or not, she's still, <laughs> he's still attractive, whether it's Christopher mm-hmm. Reeve or, you know, what have you, but there's always some, guff's not the right word not tension i don't know but there's like strife and it's self-inflicted strife like she's doing it but she almost has that more with superman than she does with clark because she's very kind of standoffish with him when they first meet a little bit where when she's usually that way more with clark Mm. than she is superman but they kind of reverse that i kind of like that that reversal you know i i kind of like I feel like it's it's very often we see portrayals where I feel like Lois kind of can be kind of a jerk to Clark at times um, because she's sort of looking past Clark to, to Superman um, and Clark is just sort of in her way, you know, it's sort of like she's trying to walk around the Daily Planet and he's bumbling all over the place and dropping things and, and, you know, getting in her way. I like a Lois that likes Clark, that is like into Clark. Um, I I always have, or not even just into Clark, even just like colleagues with Clark, you know, like a Noel Neal or Phyllis Coates, like they were just colleagues, but like, they weren't like Clark, you idiot. So I I like, I prefer that, that version where they're at least colleagues or friends. And, and so I like, I like that she meets him, you know, before she really, well, she knows about Superman, but like, she's not already on the Superman beat. Well, Um, and she didn't meet Superman on the first day. Like that, right. that's all, you know, he, he didn't start at the planet and, and show himself to the world as Superman right. the day Clark, yeah. you know, walked in. Um, I also kind of liked how um, sometimes the first time he shows up at the planet, he, she's going after a story and he ends up writing it before she can get yeah, to it. Yeah. And, you know, they've, yeah, they've done that, kind of, that kind of thing before where, and he was like, oh, right place, right time kind of thing, you know, and this <laughs> yes. was much more of a, him helping her to so she could get her story kind of thing like it would they didn't put any kind of animosity between the two of them to to fuel any kind of fire like it was immediately like like robin said a second ago how can i help and like that whole montage of him taking pictures for doing backup while she's doing interviews and everything i I really liked that very much reminded me of like a lois and clark you know the the series lois and clark dynamic yeah um where they are sharing bylines and they are like partners. Like a by the time they team. actually get there, instead of those yeah. first, you know, that first right. chunk where it's shut up, yeah, Kansas, where they're, where they're know, competing with each other. <laughs> yes, and, yes, yes. Yeah. And it's still, it's still between the two of them, flirty competing because she's still, you know, he's still yeah. Dean Kane. He, well, he's still nineties Dean Kane, and you know, so that Dean Kane. <laughs> um. So I, I'm glad we got to see as much as I loved delving into a series that was so deep deeply entrenched into a on the scene superman that has been doing this for so long because we don't get that ever hardly Mm -hmm. we always do origins um i ate up obviously that montage of that pilot (laughs) 
mostly because it was setting this world up for us. Yeah. That we didn't know what it was going to be like post-crisis and mm-hmm. having to deal with those, all those other shows. So I was eating up that montage. And then I was really glad we got to kind of stew in it a little bit here. Um, even though, even though it's not a true flashback, it's still actual memories. Yes. So wait, spoiler alert. We haven't gotten there yet. Now here's something I want to kind of post to you guys. Cause we go into a montage and we're kind of pushing through time a little bit here as their relationship grows and grows and grows. Um, I was thinking that maybe some people would come out of this episode going, now there's the show I wanted to watch all this time. And I feel like as I was watching it going, this is nice. This is lovely. This is beautiful. But this isn't the show that Mm -mm. we've been watching. And it's not really, I'm I'm not seeing anything too terribly new here, you know? So it might've been, uh, I, I, I might not have been as thrilled after a few weeks of this. I I don't know. What do you think? This this works best as a as a like let's go back and 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 look at how they got started. Like this works as a you know sort of a brief uh, a reminiscence between two <laughs> different events that happen to be cataclysmic. You know, it works yeah, yeah, in that yeah. sense. But if it were the whole show, yeah, it would be sort of like we've seen this, we've read, I've read this. This it's it's beautiful, it's nice, lovely, but it's nothing new. Right. I think the magic of this. Uh, you know, it's great seeing Superman uh, for the first time doing first time things, but I think the magic of this lies in uh, Clark and Lois falling in love. <laughs> to me. I, I definitely agree with that. And, and, and just in this story being something that we're visiting and not, not being the whole show, we just get to yeah. visit in this time period in this early in their lives. And that makes it a little more, it makes it feel more fresh because we know we're not sticking around here. Now I do, I do think like, Hey, I'm okay with some more of these ep- kind of episodes, <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't okay want the entire show to turn into this. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, That's what made it special, but yeah. So them, them falling in love was the most, was the most compelling thing. And then this was my, this whole section of the show was my, my favorite episode, uh, favorite part of the episode. Um, <laughs> just cause it was just so well done and it was just, you love to see it. Yeah. Them two feels. working together and, and piecing clues together and they're at crime scenes and they're laughing with coffees in their hands. <laughs> uh, and then finally, right at the end, Lois pretty much puts a stop to this dry cleaning business that Perry's got going on. <laughs> uh, uh, she is the she is the the partner who uh, like uh, she's the one who will tell the waiter that they brought you the wrong the wrong uh, the wrong order. <laughs> yeah, they should. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, I mean, she. I don't know what what Fortress of Solitude glacier speed he moves, but she's like. Where are you going? You got a date? I mean, she's kind of, yeah. Again, she's kind of given him the Superman, you know, yeah. the, the, the eyes that she usually has for, for him. I know. I liked it. And I didn't catch this on this until the second watch, but when he's like, no, I'd rather be here. And she says, well, for the story or for the company. And he goes, I feel like that's a trick question. I, mm. I almost thought on the rewatch, I was watching for Lois in this, the interview later where he says, trick question i was like is lois gonna catch right there mm, <laughs> oh <know>? yeah <laughs> i just want to you know after your math of how old he is now and he talks about seinfeld reruns and yeah of course right. 2004 that show went off in 98 uh but anyway yeah you know talking about seinfeld reruns and eating up frozen chicken nuggets i'm like he's 24 he's not 17 gee <laughs> <laughs> well he's emotionally yeah. 17 I, I was doing that the other night. Uh, uh, 
I'll be doing that uh, tomorrow but, night, most likely. <laughs> but yeah, they're just clearly smitten with each other, but they do kind of say good night, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not quite there yet. I would um, like to know over the course of the montage, how long he's been at the planet. Yeah. Just yeah. to get an idea. Yeah, tell but me I that mean, math. They, math man. They they made eyes in the pilot, you know, during the huh, never met a Clark before. Like it, you know, it's it's there in the pilot. That's um, I mean, just getting to see more of it here. If the boys are fourteen, boys. as you say, it's it's only only about three years between them meeting and them making babies. Uh so there's your time. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so now we get a bit of Lois getting into trouble uh, with this guy named Henry Miller who works at, and I noticed on his card, it says USA first hardware. I'm like, Oh boy. Mm. Oh boy. Uh, but uh, getting a little heavy handed here, <laughs> but then uh, that's, this is the moment where Perry's like, this isn't track and field Kent. Um, but I love that moment. Cause he's, and it, it, it's not exactly very realistic because he, he kind of jogs by and Perry's watching after him. And then all of a sudden we see Superman fly <laughs> the yes, window behind him. Like, behind him. how far was he at? How far did he, how, how close was that door? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I, don't oh, think about I, it I love, I love a gag like that though. I really do. <laughs> yeah. So now we're on the uh, Metropolis street and we see Henry Miller in broad daylight. Like, so this guy, Iron Mask trench coat. I didn't look up. I don't. I don't look up comic book stuff as much. So, what do you? What do you guys got? It's oh, Derek's flipping through a, a book right now. <laughs> yeah, it, that was literally the costume straight out of Superman Smashes the Clan. It was literally the costume, except uh, for instead of the swastika, it was instead the SS. of yes, it was the SS instead of the swastika. But mm-hmm. but in every other way, it was identical. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to find. I've only read this once when it first came out. And I'm tr- it's really good. I I strongly oh, recommend wow. if you're I looking for, especially it. if you're looking if you're if this is like your first foray into Superman. It's a good and, good place uh, to start. You're listening to this podcast that might be weird, but uh, <laughs> this is a great like kind of introductory thing too. Because I mean, it's also kind of that Fleischer costume mm-hmm. and everything. Well, it's based on the. It's based on a loosely based on a, a, a storyline from the radio show. The radio. Series. Hold on, loosely. Mm-hmm. Hold on loosely. Yeah, Sorry. it was, it was, uh, there was a whole, a that, was whole a, um, that was a, that was a Toto song. Uh, speaking of Kansas, they do refer to him as the <laughs> Adam man. It, it is, does he have the same like MO here? Is it, he, it, does, is he setting businesses? I mean, look at that fire? Robin. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think yeah. for sure. I mean, that's straight out of, is he setting minority owned businesses on fire? Is he trying to, you know, push the, it would appear that way. Nazi agenda in the comic. Yeah. I mean, tremble American scum tremble for the might of the Adam man, master Avenger of the master race. Mm. There you go. So there you go. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Adam this man, guy. Lois Lane, daily planet. This is my associate, Jimmy Olsen. Hi. <laughs> here. I'm just going to sit here and read the whole thing. To you. Yeah. And then <laughs> read us a bedtime story. <laughs> like, I'm, like it's uh, elementary school. Then I'm going to turn the, the pages to the zoom camera. So you can watch <laughs> But uh, yeah, the mystery man shows up, and I as and I love this shot because he's Henry is opening fire, quote unquote, uh, on Lois, and Superman swoops down and steps between her and the, the flame, and it like the world slows down. Now this is Lois meeting Superman, you know, and I, him turning and kind of nodding to her as this 
fire just cascades around. Oh, that him. nod is so subtle too, but it's so good. It's so <laughs> nuanced, and I love the the mirroring of like the first time Clark and Lois meet, and there's that slow motion, and she turns around, mm-hmm. and and he sees, and he sees her, right, and she's yeah, it's sort of a glamour shot of her, and he's falling for her. But here, it's the reverse, where it's her seeing him, seeing Superman, and like as much as as much as we haven't really, you know, they didn't really make much of of her being as attracted to Superman as she was to Clark. Here, it's it's that same shot, but in reverse, where she's noticing him, and it's the mm-hmm. same camera work, it's the same like slow mo effect. Um, it's just the mirror image of those two two meetings was really neat. Oh, nice! I didn't even notice that. <laughs> um. And, uh, yeah, he stops the flame bolt thrower with freeze breath, takes care of these, uh, you know, your classic, you know, who you're going to save both at the same time. Of course he is. He's Superman. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And then of course, Lois knocks him out with the little stun gun and says, who's the hero now? Cause this guy is like, I'm the hero. Why didn't Um, that first grenade explode? I I wasn't sure about that. Maybe he blew it up with with his heat vision. And I was like, I feel like that should have blown up. It, um, yeah, what I went, really should have happened though, when he comes out, he gets blown to that building with the second one because <laughs> the explosion takes him back and then everybody's yeah. clapping as he walks out. I yeah. really wanted all that applause to be for Lois. Having <laughs> chased the guy. <laughs> he walks out like hand up thinking it's him and they're all cl- <laughs> crowded around Lois clapping. Oh, that's really great. Dude. Nice. Yeah. I was wondering, maybe, maybe the grenade thing is like, there was like an earlier draft that they cut the line out or something where he's like, one of these is a dud, you know? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, this, is also the, this is also the first moment in the episode. I kind of felt like it should have happened before then because I get, but I guess you get so kind of bought into these flashbacks that you're not thinking about what just happened last week. <laughs> Um, because this is your first glimpse that something is awry too, because there's, there's shadow man, uh, yeah, over against right. one of the buildings and you're like, and Superman looks at him and then hears Lois's voice and snaps him out of it. So he does that Tyler Durden to whatever <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's those things from ghost that come and take you away. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> no thank you. Oh, it was scary. 30 uh, years later, those things are still freaking disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he says, you know, she's wondering how he knew about this. And he says, he's been reading her reports and also his hearing, oh, you know, my hearing. Says, his super hearing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she says, you know, what are we going to call you? She shakes his hand too. What are you going to call you? Mr. Metropolis, red or blue man, red and blue man. I'm sure you'll think of something. And he takes off and then Storm says, who was that? And she just says like, I love how confidently she's just like Superman. <laughs> okay loved that obviously love when she names him always yes. same the fact that she had it she already had it she yes. already knew that as she had already that yes. that was Super. not first draft that was done well maybe the right. original first draft but she already had that in her mind <laughs> he's been on the scene for months and this guy's walking up going who's that i'm like no he's <laughs> Thank like you. he's been all over everything where have you been dude <laughs> That, He's been that busy took me too. out of it there for a second. <laughs> I mean, it, yep. it, I ate it up because she said, you know, like you just said, she takes off and she's like, I'm sure you'll come up with something. And yeah, I loved because that was kind of sexy. And then, but <laughs> then it was, then it was just like Superman because that's what I've been calling him in my dreams. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, the guy's like, who is that? Who the hell do you think? Maybe he should have been like, 
was it was that the was that the guy what, what was his name the, the, was that him <laughs> was that yeah, him huh? and yeah. she could have just gone superman and that would have been fine yeah right mr um, metropolis though mr metropolis we didn't mention hey, it a minute ago but, but, but when they first start talking about the planet he, she calls him mr miracle oh i didn't catch that Dude, yeah yeah oh, so uh, yeah so get some good little references in there oh, um, i don't know how i missed that one i love that I love that she's still just kind of not standoffish, but she's just, I don't know. It's just kind of that total flip of what we're normally used to. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. And I, the two of them. it's kind of yeah. fresh. It's kind of fresh. It it's not something you see, you see very often. Yeah. A fresh yeah. new Superman and Lois. It is. When yeah. we come back from commercial, <laughs> we're at Frank's favorite scene. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with, <laughs> because we do have to remember that in this iteration, Daily Planet also has its own news network. Yeah. Which is kind of burn era ish. I mean, obviously, yeah. When we, you know, that became a thing in the comics for a little while that the planet was a TV. GBS. Yeah. The Glo- Galaxy was, Broadcasting System. Yeah. WGBS. And yeah, they were, they were on TV. Clark and Lois and were, were news anchors. We've worked that in some here. Obviously, that happened before Edge, but even it's, way it's back a nod. here. And, an acknowledgement. It's yeah. an acknowledgement. Oh, yeah. Um, we're assuming this is 2005 ish now because she does say that he's been on the scene uh, for about a year uh, in this interview, which she's doing in front of cameras. He's being televised. This isn't just the normal Lois Lane. I spent the night with Superman print right. uh, interview. This is straight up uh, the two of them sitting down in front of a camera uh, for this interview with this fake microphone sitting between them. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's a podcaster. I'm like, no. Mm, yeah, that's, um, that is disrespectful to to my mic setup. It's, it was no, more Robert, like a, you, it was more like a ahead, late Frank. night talk show mic on the table. Yeah, you know? it was just like <laughs> just sort of there as a prop. Now, Robin, I said a second ago, I kind of feel like we're probably around two thousand five ish now because she makes the reference of him being on the scene for about a year. Yeah, she says you since you have appeared in Metropolis over a year ago, so two thousand five. There you yeah. go. Uh, and she's asking some hard hitting questions. She wants to know where he came from. Obviously, we learn. Planet Krypton was destroy- destroyed. Um, pod that I escaped in brought me to Earth, and she wants to know where exactly on Earth. He's like, I'm not telling that just now, <laughs> which like comes that. in handy in a minute when she asks about the American way. And he's like, eh, I feel like you're just fishing. <laughs> I like how they did that. <laughs> yeah, I like how they because I understand. I've I've gotten over the. Yeah, I, I understand why why we're not going to just full face say like truth, justice, and the American way like like we used to. But I like that they found a way to say it and have it be tied into the like, oh, you're trying to get me to say that I was that I'm American. I like that better than all that stuff. All the, <laughs> I like it a lot better than all that stuff. Yeah. I love that it's still making for a good interview, but when they yell when she's got feedback on her mic or whatever and they cut, it's like I'm not getting anything out of it. It's like, no, you're getting like this is it. Yeah, you and yeah, she even yeah. says this is the shtick. This is him. This is him putting on the smile and being nice. This is the whole thing. And her little friend, what's her name? Julie? What was her name? Robin. Janet, Janet, Janet. He says she's her best friend. I'm like, we don't. We've never seen you before, and we're Lois's <laughs> best friends, not you. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's like, he's he's making eyes at you, and she's like, that's his whole thing. He's supposed to be nice. He's super yeah. Bad. But she's you know, she admits that she's in love with Clark. Like she says, mm-hmm. you know, I I'm not I don't have time for this guy because I yeah yeah he's he's a doofus he's a dork but I love him. She says, Clark from the paper, we've been dating a couple months. I know he's dorky, but I love him. And by the way, Bitsy tweeted out that that that's something she actually made up on the spot. 
Uh, oh, it wasn't even scripted. That wasn't. That was Betsy right there. Oh, oh. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh. Which I don't know. Sorry, Bitsy Swoon. It's bit. I know. Swoon Bitsy, yeah. big, big Bitsy Swoon. Um, <laughs> I did love the. She, Janet asked about Superman having super hearing because he's been hearing this whole conversation, <laughs> and it kind of cuts to where he can be seen in the monitor looking at them and smiling. Yeah. But I just, I so if nothing more than for Steve Glosson, I wish he had just raised his <laughs> hand and been like, "Ladies." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hmm. I, I was of anything you're talking about, but I kind of thought he would he would turn and look the other way, like to pretend that he hadn't been listening. But he just yep. sort of like let her know that he knew. Yeah, yeah. He turns and looks. At, yeah. So funny. I love that he has to compose himself because he's shocked to find out that she loves him. Like he's kind of mm-hmm. taken aback by the whole thing, and you can tell. Exactly. You can tell. Then, of course, the next scene is him bringing her to Smallville. But it's like, okay, I have to tell her. Like this is. Yeah, this is getting serious now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that half grin he does when, <laughs> when oh, they fantastic. turn around and look at him. It's so good. Fantastic. Oh, Tyler's so good. That Superman says that Clark is a lucky man, and they kind of move on with the interview. But uh, yeah, we move on to our, our good old Kent farm, which is a lie. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it's not life. there. It's not there. Okay. It's not a fully functional farm. All right, but anyway, in this show it is. It's not uh, even a fully functional house. <laughs> oh. um, Lois is super nervous, but of course Martha is just Martha, you know. Uh, and then it says she's basically invited all, all of Smallville to come meet her. Oh, it's just some people, you know. Everybody <laughs> from everybody from that scene a few scenes ago. <laughs> Bridge Club. I kind of wondered if we'd get a Lana Lois meeting in this at first and then obviously interesting go yeah that direction but i kind of because they did play that up when they when they talk in the pilot about them knowing each other previously mm-hmm. and i'm sure lana was at the wedding uh yeah that seems like you know i just i almost expected them to be there and, and for clark to have a scene with kyle there for a second but that doesn't that doesn't fit into the the glimmer man's uh needs <laughs> the glimmer man that's right no there's what we're calling him <laughs> uncle sure. morgan is he Steven Seagal or uh, Keenan Ivory Wayne? I don't have I don't have a good name for him yet, and it ticks me <laughs> off because we usually don't have a hard time coming up with running gags on these podcasts. Yeah. But the I don't have knows. a good name for him, and I still don't have a good name for Steel either. <laughs> when you go by nineteen different names, I, I can't pick one to call you yet. <laughs> it's tough. So Clark tells. Um, Martha that he's here to tell her who he really is. And she says, you sure? Once you tell her that there's no going back. And he says, yeah, well, there was no going back after the first time I saw her. <gasps> we all saw oh, that close up nice. of Lois uh, when he first sees her. And of course, like she's like a dream in that shot. <laughs> right. Oh. Uh, and they're hugging and Lois is like, was everything Okay. <laughs> And yeah, Martha, I'm just happy to have my son home and not at all for you to find out he's an alien. He's not an yeah, alien. And I'm just happy to be home with my bench. <laughs> I'm going to go sit uh, on my bench. <laughs> I was over on the bench. I was over on the bench. 
Uh, Martha, yeah, is very emotional and says everything is perfect, which is just like, oh. Um, but yeah, we go to another montage, and I was hoping to see an extended scene of this. I was reveal. so mad we did not have him tell her. We, I feel like we wasted time on other moments in this episode. Not wasted, <sighs> but I feel like there were other moments that could have been abbreviated, Lana. Yeah. Uh, for you know, for a longer for for him to actually say the words here. Um, but the next shot, which we'd already seen that shot from the pilot of him lifting off, it's one of Robin's yeah. favorite gifs to send. Um, but the next, uh, the next shot kind of made made up for it for me uh, on the elevator when the she elevator. just grabs him and plants one on him after the doors close. Cause what? you're almost seeing him standing there and you're like, are they not speaking right now? Is she mad? Like he's, he's oh, okay. Is that you know, on the elevator? Okay. Do what? Well, I was wondering, I was going to ask you guys, like it, it, is Lois like more like crazy in love with him now as she knows that he's like the whole package. <laughs> I don't or... even know that it's that he's Superman because again, I don't think she really cares. I think it's that That's she, true. that, that he trusted her. And can I just say that the whole, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be, I don't want to harp too much, but I, these two have not gotten, while these two have amazing chemistry on this mm-hmm. show and they do, and it just bleeds out the screen. Um, they don't get to touch very much. I don't know if that's a COVID thing or what, you know, yeah. they had her in bed with, I was thought with uh, steel. We were talking about in the last episode and they've never even showed the two of them in bed together, which should be more than made up for uh, here yeah. a, couple of, a couple of scenes later. It's like, all right, you, well, you know, Jordan you and the other direction. Walk in, uh, that's, that's gross. That's mom and dad. It's <laughs> grownups. It's steered um, into the skit on that one. But I, I, you know, that did have that one moment where, I don't know why my theory just came on. Um, did you we start did have talking that, about that one moment where he's coming on the elevator and she's back down the corridor and you're kind of like, are they not, is there stuff not cool? Cause all you see was him float up. And then, so it was kind of like that. It reminded me of when he spot on the boys, boys earlier and they were in, and you know, she didn't forgive him for a little bit because he tells them that he did the same oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. And I was kind of like, is she not happy that, that he lied to her about being Superman? Uh, but as soon as those doors close, you know, I thought they were like on the elevator, not speaking there for a minute was what they were right. showing us. And then she just turns <laughs> and plants one on it. It made me so yeah. happy. Yeah. The body yeah. language there was like, Oh, are they not, are they, yeah. Are they not good? But then, yeah, she just, she was just, all over well, they're, they're, oh, oh. I just love because she a... feels close to him. Like she knows his <laughs> secret and she's giddy. Cause like there is a closeness yeah. and there's a trust and a respect. They're very yeah. much, they're very much like, you know, e- equals is not even strong enough of a word, but they are partners, you know, like they are, they are a true partnership uh, on this show. And, and clearly that's a strong foundation from the start of their relationship. Well, it did make me kind of feel like, and I don't know why it didn't in the pilot. And I, I you know, it was a retooling of, was it Elseworlds? Elseworlds when he proposes and you know yeah. he's grilling in the fortress with the apron on and that whole thing. <laughs> um, obviously, we knew in the pilot they redid that. You know he proposes to her, but it reminded me of Lois and Clark that for some reason this time because it had been Clark all along, and now suddenly it was Superman mm-hmm. proposing. I was like, who's asking, Clark or Superman? Yes. You know, <laughs> But yeah, with the montage kind of moves on, we see the stuff that we've seen in the pilot, the, the proposal, the in the sky kissing, uh, the wedding, that beautifully shot uh, moment where he picks her up and they go off together and the, the, the red truck 
And then yeah. we go to the honeymoon and oh. Clark's got them guns out again. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to conceal those puppies. Woo. Uh, so yeah, he is you're looking jacked, for some close son. Yeah. He is absolutely jacked. I mean, it's Good one thing you, I have to feel bad about myself enough to see you in the Superman outfit, but then to see you without <laughs> it, sir, it's like, you're not doing me any favors. I feel bad I mean, enough honestly, when I see a guy who has hair like that. I don't need, you know, <laughs> Same. I mean, honestly, a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the time we've been watching this show, I've been like, they puffed that suit up a little bit. But then they showed him after he got shot all those times. Like, wait, that's all real. <laughs> he got lit up by that Uzi. Yeah, sure did. For just joining and, us. And now, uh, and now they're, and now he's uh, shirtless in bed, and um, and it's very, it there's you know there's you know sheer sheets hanging everywhere. It's very okay. Uh, <laughs> But hear me out before, you know, he's talking about, I'm so excited to go tell my dad about the wedding and all that before they re, you know, get back into their um, activities that they're uh, taking care of. They're on their honeymoon they're hugging, and they're hugging. it, it, it lingers just a second before it cuts to the forge of solitude. And I thought they were going to start floating off the bed. Uh. <laughs> if you go back and watch, like he kind of raises up just a little bit and I almost uh. thought they were going to have him, you know, in air. You were watching that pretty closely, were you? I might have been. What's your point? I might have been looking very closely. (laughs) But this is uh, these are my these are my babies. I'm so happy for them. (laughs) I I was always hoping those two kids would get together. (laughs) This this line in here really makes me think of like is what I thought about while we were discussing the elevator scene and why she goes after him like this. Why they kind of wait for the doors to close is that like he's in where he goes, I kept this secret from everyone. And I realized why I've been, I've been saving it for you. It was for you. And so we can have this life together. So it is their shared secret. secret. I kept the secret so we could have this life together, which would leave you to believe like Pete doesn't know. Nobody knew outside of Martha and Jonathan until, until Lois, which, which makes that all the more spectacular between them. Um, yeah. So good, good moment. Good moment all yeah. around. Yeah. It's all the more special. So we are moving on with our flashbacks to the fortress and we think, Oh, we're going to get this whole scene where Clark's describing the wedding. And all of a sudden Jorel just goes from like listening to all of a sudden it flickers and he's like, get out of here now. And uh, I did not call in the trailer that that was Jorel's voice, but it's funny that you say that. <sighs> was there not a shot in the trailer of Jonathan and Martha and Clark? Or did I just dream that? I think you did. I think that was a shot. I think that was something they might have. I thought there out. was a, a young Clark. Sworn there was. Martha Jonathan. Obviously, it wouldn't be Tyler Clark, but there was a family yeah. photo. I think that we there was saw the photo, it. and he picks that up when he talks yes. about being from Krypton. He's looking at that Is when that he tells her saw? about hmm. being Kryptonian. Um, I really thought in the trailer there was a shot of the three of them for some reason, but I guess not. Obviously there's no other shots with, with that younger Clark uh, and Martha in this episode. Uh, So now all of a sudden, like, you know, Clark's confused and then boop, he wakes up in bed and he's at their metropolis apartment and he's confused. And he's like, what day is it? And Lois comes in and announces that she's pregnant. And that's where I was just like, yep. I was thinking 
what, but what day is it? Like, tell me what day it is. That you, way you don't worry about another, the time here. We're just, we're just jumping. <laughs> well, Uncle Morgan is literally skipping through the greatest hits. He's not, this is not a linear thing. He's hitting oh. the ch- next chapter button. He's scrubbing. Yeah. I will say if, if there's one thing that we could say about Uncle Morgan and, you know, maybe what he has to do, you know, how closely he might be uh, in tune with uh, us as hosts of this uh, podcast is that we're all big romance fans. Um, we love this romantic tale and Morgan, he's, he, he took his time watching it just like we did. <laughs> he, he, he did. I was like, you're hitting the high points too. Also, you stayed a little long on the honeymoon there, Morg. Uh, yeah. Jarrell probably was like, nope. nope. <laughs> Zipped him out of there. Don't make me look. <laughs> I, I don't want to see that. I don't. Uh, <laughs> oh, they are flying. Well, good for them. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Lois is ecstatic. She's like, I didn't even want a baby, you know? And then, and then, um, uh, and, and Clark is like all confused, but that then is kind of distracted by Lois. And, and this, these couple of scenes are interesting because it's almost like he's like kind of playing along with the memory, going through the memory, saying his lines. And then he's it's kind of drawing back him back it. into it. Like, yeah, he's, he's kind of getting lost in the scenario, but I love that, that it's just a placeholder. She's still doing it. She's still yes. over there giving her lines when he's not responding to her at all. Like it's mm-hmm. straight up like the holodeck or something. Re- you know, yeah, that is exactly, yeah, yeah. Exactly. that is exactly what it's like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was, it was sadly. Weird. Yeah. Sadly, Lois does say that she wants a girl. So um, there's a flash and then suddenly we're in the OBGYN and uh, they're looking at the older side. Boys. Uh, Boys. <laughs> Uh, and I love Clark's uh, Tyler's line reading. Like, whoa, is that a, you know? Don't <laughs> <laughs> say for certain. But I'm going to be a dad twice, all at once. <laughs> yes. By the way, her her telling him that she is pregnant—that's also retcon from uh, the end of Elseworlds. Yeah. Yeah. What's that other true. universe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that when she asked the doctor to go get her some water, Clark's like in the background, like pointing at the screen, like, are anybody else looking at this? Humming, 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 humming. I know that feeling. I experienced that feeling. I was wondering when that was going to come up. <laughs> yeah. I know that one well. Um, so, uh, Lois is, uh, you know, Wondering, like, hey, is a twin thing because of, you know, Superman? But Clark says, that, you know, Jorel said that everything. No, Lois, fine. it doesn't matter that I had sex with you as Superman earlier in the night and then Clark later that night. It's strict. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, you know, he's like, everything is going to be fine. And she says, says the guy is, doesn't have to give birth to two babies at the same time. I know. I love that. Uh, but I, then do Clark- love, oh. I do love that you notice, of course, we you, we know who Glimmer Man is this whole time. We know he's Uncle Morgan, but you've only seen the, you know, the ghost flash of mm-hmm. him. But in the, the you see his reflection in the door when Clark opens the door. Yeah, that, that was, was a good one too. Yeah, you see that it's. I think I'm going with Uncle Morgan. I like Uncle Morgan. Uncle Morgan. Uncle Morgan. I, I like that Uncle one struck Morgan. me as soon as he said it. Yeah. So yeah, Clark says. Uh, Clark realizes it's not real, and he walks out, and he asks. He's like, what have you done to Morgan? And, uh, and Morgan says, uh, you know, I hate for you to miss the big moment in there, the, deli- the delivery room. 
And uh, she mentions 27 hours of labor. And that, that was, she did say 27 hours of labor in the, the episode Best of Smallville. So, yes. And uh, the other thing I kind of I got a kick out of was, you know, he walks out of the OBGYN, the exam room or whatever it says on the door. And then when he turns back to the door, the signs change to delivery room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's the same door, but it is. <laughs> Clever they didn't do it all that in one take either. They didn't get her out of that in, in, in a gown and, and oh yeah, that's and all true. That. Yeah, that wasn't a one I mean, take. But it was door. still a good. It was it was still pretty good that he turned around and went right back in there. Yeah. Um I loved that Morgan was standing there with the boys and says, you know, Jonathan and Jordan, Jordan and Jonathan Kent, sons of Lois Lane and Superman, and one of them's crying and the other one's not. And I was like, that's Jordan. <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, oh, poor Jordan. Yeah, and oh, and uh, just Clark realizing what's happening here, and realizing that Morgan, like this delivery scene, you know, like obviously a father would be freaking out <laughs> about twins being de- yeah. delivered, and then, but he's freaking out. He's like, he knows everything, and this is this is huge, you know. Um, and it makes me think, like, you know, thank goodness. Lois and Clark didn't have their own show during all of Clark's years as Superman and Metropolis. Cause I'm sure his secret's been spilled like, you know, seven times by now, if they had their own show, but now hmm. that they haven't had their own, that since they had, didn't have their own show during that, it's been safe this entire time. <laughs> I, I, I pick up what you're putting down, man. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I love how carefully Uncle Morgan, by the way, phrases like, I would never harm a newborn. Never harm, not harm newborns. Teenage, Teenage boys, boys on, the other <laughs> on the other hand. So, boom, we're back in present day. We're in the fortress. Superman has a band on his head, which I believe is the uh, the thing that Morgan went into his dreams with or his memories well, with. Morgan's, yeah, Morgan's wearing one, too. Yeah. yeah. So. Tara Locke. Um, you guys... Oh, sorry. Were you say I don't. I didn't Google, but that doesn't sound familiar to me. No, that doesn't. Yeah, obviously, there's lots of Superman history in the in print that I'm not familiar with. But one of Krypton's greatest scientists, though, you should know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I um, I, you know, there's little things about the show that I absolutely adore. I mean, there's larger things too. But one of the things I've loved is every time they're in the fortress, whoever is talking has breath. Like it's yeah. cold. Like you could see. Like I, every time, I've like whether it was Jordan or whoever, I've, I've really enjoyed that they've kind of stuck with that. It's a really good choice. It's a, yeah, it's a really, really. I mean, good well, choice. it's also so like a duh choice. It's like, oh yeah, of course it's <laughs> freezing. Right. Of course they right. have. But they could have just like you know hand waved that away. All well, Kryptonians don't you know breathe air. Yeah. Well, it's not <laughs> actually ice. It's actually sunstone crystals. Mm. I mean, if you if your mouth tastes like wintergreen gum the entire time, literally, you know, you're not like breathing out smoky uh, <laughs> air. So there's 13 minutes left in the episode, and um, but you, as far as I'm concerned, the episode's over. So you two have fun talking about the rest <laughs> of this. Cause... Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. No, I'm, I'm uh, okay. Well. <laughs> I, I feel like Derek's going to come back eventually. Uh, we'll, and we'll another what, thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, Morgan says that he, you know, it, has been invading his memories because he wants to understand why uh, Kellel would b- betray his uh, heritage. And I love how he's just like, how woefully pedestrian and you stumbling through your daily life like some village idiot instead of a true son of Krypton. Like, Oh man, he knows how to talk like a villain. Oh, yeah. uh, 
you, you um, almost got me monologuing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so he's, he says that, uh, you know, Superman's worried that he's, he's literally threatening physical violence on his family. No, he's, he's going to destroy their lives by telling the world his secret. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, Superman tries bringing, well, he uh, said that. And then when he shows up at the farm, he pretty much says he's going to murder him. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Right. Hey Jane, you know, he's, he's he's fickle, you know, (laughs) what do I do? Um, Kooky Uncle Morgan uh, <laughs> doesn't know what he wants. Yeah, Jarrell tries to get involved, and uh, Morgan gets <laughs> very irritated. I will not debate morality with this whisper. <laughs> yeah, what what caused Jarrell to finally show up? Like they had talked for a while and nothing, and it was like, "Hey, Jarrell," you know, it's like, "Hey, Siri," uh, "Hey, <laughs> Jarrell," you know, showing up, and and it's and Amazon finally. tube device. <laughs> you know, I love. <laughs> I was thinking about this when I was rewatching it last night. You know, he pops in and Edge is like, oh, you know, what you, you know, I'm not talking to the whisper. But when we get to the end and he and his dad shows up and he's talking about Yeah, that you know, whisper's of, fine. Yeah, well, yeah, that whisper's no issue whatsoever. But his dad's talking about Jor-El and he's like, Oh, the scum of Krypton. And I'm kinda like, Were Jor-El and Laura hippies? Like I'm kind of getting this like Stephen and Elise uh, Keaton vibe all of a sudden yeah. a little bit because like she she won't go with her betrothed like she falls in love and like goes off on her own and they're talking about mm-hmm. how he's like they go against the grain and they're like this couple of like these are the Keatons like that has that actually does have sorry to put on my my like professor hat but like that does have some basis in like the comics and stuff where where in yeah. in in the uh, I guess it's like in the John Byrne era, like there, there's the whole thing of like Kryptonians, you know, have, have uh, like, it's sort of, you know, they have like, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? They, they, they have children uh, through, through science, not through right. uh, the, the, the fun activities that Clark and Lois were doing on their honeymoon. So um, hugging. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, mommy tackles daddy and uh, they, <laughs> Uh, they, so, so people who, who, who did like, like, you know, have, have sex and have a child that way were like, uh, like doing it the old fashioned way. And like, why are you not going with science? Why are you doing it? Well, that was, are you doing you know, it like in such a depraved way? Yeah. That was um, man of steel. It was like, yeah, we had a yeah, natural exactly. born child versus using the birthing matrix and all that. Right. Right. And so it's, 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 I, I feel like it is sort of a nod to that of like, why would you do it that way when you know, we have. We have our ways. That's this is so much more civilized. Yeah. yeah. So they're hippies. Like I'm totally like I was, that was totally the vibe I was getting between <laughs> yeah. last week yeah. and this week when when Zeta Rao starts talking. It's like, oh, Terrell's a hippie. Like, By the it. way, Zeta Rowe, he was. I'm just going to go ahead and pay the piper now, but he was on Smallville. He was, was he was the senator in Noir? Oh no, there's an episode. He's the one that says mole. Yeah. <gasps> What? Yeah. I, so all right, hang it up. That. Yeah. Hang it up. Mole. We're done. We're done. Well, we did it. We did some, it. Good night, everybody. I had no circle. idea. I have I been waiting. No this idea. Whole, I've been waiting this whole episode to. to... I had no idea. I didn't even look him up. Yeah. So, okay. Oh. Quick backstory. So back on the old Ooh. podcast, 
there was an episode called Subterranean, and we kept thinking the whole time, well, they'll make some Superman and the Mole Men reference, you know, to the original film. Yes. And they never did. So, so Stephen Denight was on the podcast who was writing one of the last episodes of season five. And we said, Hey, you need to work in a mole reference for us because it kind of became like a joke on the, like a running gag on Star Wars House of L. It did. And then he wrote it in for it. He wrote in the, that guy saying, Mole, that's the same guy. That's the same guy. Alan C. Peterson, also credited as A.C. Peterson, name of the actor. He played Senator Ed Burke in two episodes of Smallville, Prototype and Noir. That's so funny. Mind blown. Wow. Like, <laughs> wow. Um, it didn't really make up for the end of the episode to me, but I'm still no, like happy to know that. Thank you. I'm really, I, I, I'm sorry to do this, but we have to move on. And because the next thing, uh, Superman refuses after Morgan is like, you know, tries to get him to join one more time and then he goes okay we'll have to make you suffer and he grabs the sunstone and he crushes it and Jarrell says i love you son and disappears and Jarrell goes hey man that's not cool like <laughs> peace out brother my mellow man yeah <laughs> peace <laughs> it just blitzes out um yeah that, that's, that's just like point. your opinion man that's just like yeah he's just he's not even a hippie he's just lebowski um just lebowski. lebowski jor-el um yeah when he crushed that sunstone i was done i was like you mother you just mm-mm. i mean they, they not in so many words obviously but it was very much a uh, i think you said all those words actually yeah well it was it was you know you took my family <laughs> from me i'm gonna take yours from you starting with this you know echo and you know crushes mm. him out of existence oh you son of a oh, uncle morgan is you're not like uncle buck at all you're mean when uncle morgan comes to thanksgiving it gets real ugly real fast and then there's just this you know superman gets enraged and go but is immediately like overpowered like he's wiped out from that solar flare and it really seemed like not only Jorel is gone but it looked like the fortress is being taken down well, okay, so they're bouncing back and forth. It looked like the Scooby-Doo hallway thing when they'd go in one door and come out another. Like That's what it looked like as they're bouncing forth. But when when Edge gets him on the ground, because he does give the upper hand over him, obviously Clark's still weakened. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to say Edge is stronger, but he's been here longer. He's been here yeah. longer. And, and But Clark is wiped out from, from using the solar flare. Yes, I mean, especially that. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know... But house in the desert, he he slams it in the ground, and of course, my first thought is, well, somebody saw Arctic. Um, you know, it didn't have to be this way, and I was like, mm, this feels you can't very do that familiar. Dropping coins. Uh, well, coins? Yeah. So I don't have any money. I'm broke. Right. So the I've been saving up for Bo Burnham jokes the whole episode. The, I, got, oh, I got a I got a wad ready to go here. Where's um, the Omega Hedron? But while he's <laughs> while he's I don't remember that in Inside. While he's holding him down, um. You could still hear the fortress like cracking around them. And I was like, that whole yeah. thing is about to cave in on them. And then somebody really did see Arctic, which mm-hmm. is an episode where Lex Luthor has Superman on the ground and the fortress mm-hmm. caves around him. Uh, but it didn't happen. But I, I was waiting for it because you, it, it was, he was holding them. You could still hear the ice cracking. I, yeah, I I'm assuming coming. if it did fall, we would have seen it, mm. you know. Um, all right. So we go to, well, the Cushing house. <laughs> Obviously, we wanted to go here next. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Kyle's getting rid of that hangover, <laughs> Kryptonian hangover. Um, and uh, we find out about Emily, um, who uh, 
is like you know one of the small villains <laughs> that uh thank you uh that uh was possessed and we're kind of wondering where their mental state is afterwards and all they know is that edge was giving them powers and was mind controlling them nothing about aliens or kryptonians or anything like that um so uh kyle it says he's sure he's going to get blamed for all this and uh he starts his apology tour here, but uh, <laughs> it it I, was I saying to you guys, or was I saying to our buddy Tim? I was like, you know, one thing's going to have to happen out of all this. Once they go back to normal, Kyle's going to have to admit he was wrong. Like he's mm-hmm. going to have to see the error of his ways, no matter how proud he is or how much he was doing the wrong thing for the right reason. He's still going to have to admit it, and he pulls. He he goes to do it to Lois, and I was so happy, but then I was like. You wait, like he made sure nobody was around before he apologized. <laughs> he looked to make sure the kids were gone. He would he was looking around to make sure Lana wasn't there. And I'm like, <laughs> like I know you got your pride, dude, but come on, man, admit in front that. of everybody you were in the wrong and apologized to Lois. <laughs> like I'm so glad he did it, but I was still waiting. You know, I, it, the fact that they literally had Eric go, they did, you know, look down all the that. corridors <laughs> and make sure nobody was there before he opened his mouth. I was like, come on. I got to be honest. I didn't catch that either. I I was, I was so uh, wrapped up in like, wow, he's actually apologizing. What a big moment! Yeah. That I I you were you were busy made... thinking about that kiss. Well, oh, boy. there was there was that too. Yes, we kind of skipped by it, but uh, yeah, Sarah uh, is talking a little bit about assuming the worst about her dad. She feels bad, and Jordan's like, sometimes parents assume the worst about them, and then that's because. And Sarah's like, it's because families lie to each other. So, but uh, Sarah, thanks Jonathan for being honest and asked for a moment alone with Jordan. And Jonathan's like, yeah, <laughs> it kind of gives the eye wiggle to Jordan. And, uh, and Jordan is immediately starting the to eye wiggle. What is that? Mm, you know, Jonathan gives him the old eye wiggle. Like a, not a wink, but wiggle. like, uh, like, I don't know. Like, eh. uh, <laughs> I don't know. your wife, is she a goer? Yeah. Say no more. Gave him the old eye wiggle. So yeah, Jordan's apology for not telling the truth, just like Jonathan, is interrupted by a kiss, and she says she doesn't want any friends anymore. And Jordan's like, Me either. Fine. I know he's so eager. <laughs> I do love if you watch when they go out right before Kyle apologizes, um, yeah. they're all kind of just being like Lois is smiling because she's happy for for Jordan. Sarah, obviously. Because they're, you know, she's kind of wrapped around his arm. Jonathan's playing with uh, Sarah's hair. Hair, hair, yeah. As they're yeah. walking out. It was, it was just a cute it. little thing. It was cute. Yeah. It was very sweet. Very just like, yeah, familial. But Kyle, yeah, Kyle has a one-on-one with Lois. Derek thinks that perhaps he wasn't wanting an audience. I just think he was going to, he wanted to have a moment with her. And mm. and and say, I was wrong about damn near everything he was he says he says but mostly i was wrong about you i just feel like that given how wrong you were i you know pride (laughs) pride does not amount to the fact that i feel like you could probably say that in front of your wife and your daughter and wherever the hell the other daughter is (laughs) well we know there's a master plan and sophie is a major uh part of this uh so um yeah and and he says he's real happy that she's part of this town it's almost like you know um, thank you so much. And I was, I was wrong and kind of like, welcome to Smallville. Like, I'm not going to, I'm going to stop being, you know, you're, you're good for this, this town. 
Yeah. You, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like Bitsy's like quick, just like, thank you. And, you know, mm-hmm. or thanks. And they, and they just move on. Uh, all right. So we go to the Kent farm and uh, uncle Morgan's here. Uncle oh. Morgan comes to visit. <laughs> oh God! Well, of course, hide first the, uh, Lois is like the punch you... bowl. Don't let him near it. He gets mad when he gets near it. <laughs> Lois, Lois does tell Jordan, like me and your father have to have a talk with you about what we expect. I, I thought it was going to be kind of like a birds and the bees kind of uh, joke, but it was more like a Jonathan Kent, Martha Kent kind of it, thing. Like it, this is what it, we're yeah, going to expect. I'll this cut the damn thing off. And use it in my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, and. Uh, so yes, uh, Jonathan steps up and is like, where's our dad? And Morgan, the villain, another great villainess. When I left him, he was a crumpled heap in his little ice castle, peculiar place to build a fortress. I chose the desert, like to feel the sun on my face. <laughs> All right, John. Closer to the sun up there, Edge. Up there the and then Jordan steps up and I'm we're like, and I don't, know, I don't know about you guys, but I was like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> yep. I wasn't expecting Bye. him to beat him, but. Hi, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. He has a little heat vision off, you know, like a little Harry Potter Voldemort action here, and gets blasted away. And Morgan, yeah, more. It's like barely even a, a thought for Morgan. He's like, yeah, John, John Jordan is so outmatched. But then Lois steps up, and Morgan now says, and this is something that like, he's learned from the memories. This is your fault. Your influence made him turn his back on his own people. So. That's that's the lesson that Morgan's learned from this. Um, and he's going to let the boys yeah. live long enough to watch her die. Um, and uh, I, I didn't notice this the first time, but the second second time, right before Superman lands, we see Jonathan kind of run to jump in front of uh, mm-hmm. before Lois gets blasted with heat vision. Uh, so, yeah, super exhausted man is here. <laughs> he says <laughs> he's super tired. Super tired. Uh, he says he's going to do whatever he asks, and Morgan says, "Neil, no, no." He says, "Submit." <laughs> I'm actually submit. Zod. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Um, but yeah, Lois is like, "Don't do it," and but Superman does, and Morgan says, "Take one last look at the man you knew," and Superman turns and apologizes and said, "We needed more time." He was right, and I think he mm-hmm. was talking about. Steel, Irons. right? Steel. Yeah. yeah. The captain. <laughs> and to the captain. So, boom, we're in the desert. And then we get a flashback to, we got a year, 1987. <laughs> and young emo Talro. <laughs> Listen to the Smiths. I mean, he is there, man. <laughs> he's had a hard life, you know? So, of course, he's listening to Joy Division. Um, we did get an answer to our question last week. Is this his fortress of solitude? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Laura, Laura is still nowhere to be found, but yeah. Well, in this flashback, uh, he goes, he builds it, he goes inside and his hologram. And I had to laugh. I'm sorry. This is one part, part of the show that just took me completely out. Of course, he's this disgusting, evil old man. Like he was just re- like, he looked yeah. like something out of Dune or something. <laughs> Uh, uh, just the most. I don't know. You know, I don't. He know. looked like something <laughs> that I have yet to be able to pinpoint. Like when I saw him, I was like, "Oh, he looks like the guy who says mole." Bleh. No, not the actual actor, but just the way they had him made up. I was like, "Oh, he looks like you know X," and I, I just could well, not think uh, of what it was. 
Um, I hate to go Lord of the Rings because I don't know all the characters, but he looked like the king that the was. The king, yeah, I kind of, yeah, that's, that's over, not where like, my head went. He got I, I got, I got Sebastian <laughs> Shaw's Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. The helmet off. A little bit, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. Um, okay, so so some questions about dialogue and all this. Hmm. One, he asks him if he has the Eradicator, and he says the Eradicator hasn't shown up. Yet. Yeah, Sophie's not here. It. Yes. Oh, God, Sophie. But he says the Eradicator's not here yet. We still have not gone back to that that six-year-ago flashback (laughs) at all. We hadn't touched on it. It took that long for that thing to show up? I I don't understand. I need more information. (laughs) Yeah. I need more information about that, A. Right. B, there was kind of a throwaway line back at the farm between Edge and and Superman that makes me – I'm not going to say it redeems this ending for me, but it makes me hopeful. Mm. Um, when she says, say goodbye to the man you knew. Yeah, he says that, yeah. If, if, because they make the mention of talking about the eradicator here, he safely puts it in the cave wall, puts the key in the cave wall, and, you know, um, so, <laughs> sorry, put a, <laughs> put a quarter in for me. Uh, is, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself, but obviously the plan here is since the Superman is submitted, they're going to use Superman uh, to do their bidding. I don't think it's as much as a mind wipe as it is, is the Eradicator putting another Kryptonian inside him? Is that yeah. what you took away from this? That's that's what it, that's what I got. Yes, that's what I okay. got. Based that's on... about the only thing that will make me happy with this ending because and, I am yes. so tired of the evil superman trope but it's not because he's i mean i mean it is but but he's possessed right in the same way that 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 lana was was possessed by laura last week um do you think it's 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 his father that they're putting inside of him zeta Rowe, maybe yeah yeah maybe maybe that's that's uh, what he's doing yeah yeah um but it's not i mean i I look at zeta Rowe and i'm like it's it i look at zeta Rowe and it's like no wonder laura left you look look at you right you know look how old you've become (laughs) i Uh, i don't know i I, in this in this flashback you know tal is you know zeta says tal has a weakness and we're going to get rid of that weakness and the first lesson is pain you're going to have to be able to stand it and he nails him with all that heat and that's exactly what they do to Superman right? as if they're going to just beat him down until there's nothing left, but evil. I, I, I don't know. That's what I got from it. I didn't think about being, possessed, I thought they were but... just torturing him before they put the, before. Yeah. They, I mean, I know he, he goes red eyes there at the end, but that could still be Clark going red eyes mad about what's happening to him. And there's yeah. another cataclysmic event on the horizon. So, well, and here's the other thing I'll say, and I'm sure this will come home to roost in some regards. Obviously, Zeta Rao is shit towards his son. He's he's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> um, Edge kind of looks like he has some resolve, maybe. Like he doesn't really like what's happening. Like he's mm. been fed these lies and, you know, he's been brought up this way and he's been listening to his dad since 1987. Uh, you know, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it almost makes me wonder, there are just a couple of shots of Morgan looking not so pleased with himself are you wondering if darth vader is going to throw the emperor down the shaft (laughs) yeah yeah that kind of thing yeah at least the emperor died right the emperor died right right? (laughs) oh my god yep um and then obviously obviously cutting back and forth with this of of superman being made to turn evil Mm -hmm. 
uh, is Lois calling Steel, John Henry Irons, and saying, you were right. I think Superman's yeah. been turned. Right. And we have to wait for July 13th to see what happens next. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh, there's not much else left to this episode, but yeah, I mean, I mean, let's talk about it just a little bit, you know? I mean, you guys, uh, I, you know, Derek, you were pretty irritated that we're doing evil Superman again. And to me, um, I almost think like, good, let's get it out of the way. Mm. <laughs> that's what I, that's how I feel. But didn't like, they already get it out of the way with the other earth Superman with, with that, that's, not, that's a different show. Oh, the, the, in the other earth. Oh no. Yeah. The I, other I, I thought you meant, I thought you meant like during, uh, uh, crisis or elsewhere. No, yeah. Yeah. No. Cause that wasn't Clark. That was Dr. Fair. That was just somebody who thought over. they looked good as Tyler. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I guess, I guess coming off the heels of the long break between theatrical justice league and then Snyder cut and then, you know, evil, 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 evil Superman. Mm-hmm. And then when Snyder cut hit, it was all this talk of what the other films were supposed to be and how he was supposed to be evil. And, you know, the, the anti-life equation and, and, you know, succumbing to doomsday, I mean, uh, to dark side and all that. And I'm just like, we have to, I just, I, I, I'm not going to say it's lazy because that's, it's not as much that to me as it is just, it's not that it's lazy. It's that it's not trying hard enough. Now (laughs) I'm not in the writer's room. I can't say that, but I I will, I say it, it, when you have to, when we keep going back to this in different forms of media it does feel like very low hanging fruit sure that you're picking from and I, i'm there's five more episodes left any number of things can happen i don't think he's going to be evil for four 11 four. 12 13 14 15 15 oh so five. Oh, sorry yes so no um, this is 11 this is 11 i thought this was yeah. 10 i'm sorry so four more episodes left yeah um i don't think he'll be evil for all of them um I right. hope he won't be evil for oh, more I than don't one. Think so. Um, but I, I'm just kind of over it. In all honesty, like I, I yeah. to me, it's like I, I think, uh, like I said, getting it out of the way. But also, like, yes, this is not. Luckily, this is not the season finale. Uh, this is the cliffhanger they love, leave off on. He's turned evil. Like kind of whoop de do. You know, like we know season two is going to start, and it's going to be, you know. Uh, he's going to be cured of it somehow, but this it's like, there's four more episodes left. There's more story here. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll get like an episode of him being evil. Um, I mean, but, this could have been a finale. It would have been a cheap way out of doing an actual finale, but yeah, that's a, that's a heck of a note to end on. That's true. Right I, there. So, funny, come back. So, many, so many of these episodes I've been saying like, Oh, yeah. this could be a finale. Like, that that is absolutely. You're absolutely right. About oh, that, that last week that, you know, once you throw holding out for a hero in there, it it, it becomes finale <laughs> level. That was I still can't believe that happened. I can't either. All right. Well, we're we're I I, I think we're hopeful that it's I, I don't think I don't think it's gonna last very long. And and um I'm less I'm less annoyed about it than I would otherwise be. Um, because it's not an injustice sort of, you know, storyline uh, where, where it's like Superman goes crazy and it's Clark in the driver's seat. Clark's not in the driver's seat here. Um, so it's, it's, you know, he's, he's being used as a weapon and okay. That may not be the most, you know, it's not something we've never, ever seen before either. Um, but it's not him consciously choosing to do the things that he's going to do. 
Um, that said, I think that I think that it's it's not going to get as out of hand as it did in the other Earth in John Henry Irons' Earth because we've we've prepared for this scenario now. Well, and at least it didn't come as the answer to some sort of trauma like the right. death of Lois or right. yeah or something like that. Like at or least well, they were hinting at like you know. <clears throat> You know, Jordan controlling his anger, like, is Superman going to turn evil yeah. because all of a sudden he loses control of his anger? Yeah. I mean, I think this whole season's been kind of like going, get ready for it because it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's not surprising. Like, that's the, We that's told the you guys this was going <laughs> to happen. I'm fine with him getting angry, but get angry at Edge. You know, don't, yeah, yeah. don't, don't put on a black suit just to. And that's oh, the other know. thing. You we know, they're going to have him in the black suit again. Oh, yeah. I mean, probably, but, but we don't. I, I yeah I don't know I don't know that for sure. No, that's just an alien symbiote anyway. So, uh, it's also a terrible movie. Ooh, <laughs> shots fired. Got real doesn't like venom. SupermanTVTalk.com is where you can find us on the internet. Also, at SupermanTVTalk on Twitter and at Starkville House of L on Instagram. You can also email SupermanTVTalk at gmail dot com. Hard to believe we only have four episodes left. Yeah. And, and then uh, we're staring down uh, less than a month, but still uh, have a little break. So we're going to talk on spoilers about where yeah. you think things are going to land episode wise. Ish. Ish. Yes. You're going to do the math on that? Our resident uh, mathematician. I tried last week and I was completely wrong. So we'll see. Well, uh, the internet will be better. Yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, thank you for listening. And uh, don't know that we'll be back in between since it's a short break. We we have lives. Leave us alone. Uh, but <laughs> we will be or back after the music. Or go to com. You could <gasps> that, go there. That was my segue. But you go ahead, Frank. No, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> that's a, yeah, kid, man. We're doing a documentary podcast about <laughs> the making of Smallville. Chapter 2 covers seasons 1 through 4. Derek wrote it. With our friend Tim, it's fantastic. Robin's in it, uh, yeah, as the voice of of uh, Reason Clark Kent himself. So, check it out. That was too quick. You did that too fast. How did you get you that are, in? You are way too quick. That was like way too good. Yes, Smallville I'm never Anthology. Never accused of that. <laughs> SmallvilleAnthology.com. Be sure to check that out. Uh, but after, but uh, we'll be back after the music to continue talking about Superman and Lois because. We're, We're always around. You that, that quick with the other, but you can't do that. that that's, I was that's what going faster, me. and wow. you guys are dragging. It took him seven minutes to wipe out Metropolis. He has a family to fight for, which means he won't give up, and neither can we. Well, what you just heard there is the audio for the trailer for the next episode 12 of Superman and Lois through the Valley of Death. Um, Yeah, we're going to have to wait a little bit on that one. Just a second. Yep. Yeah. uh, It's we this this trailer. uh, Well, first of all, I was very surprised to say to see it was July 13th (laughs) where I had been predicting four weeks that would maybe and then we kind of but let's get into the trailer. The, the trailer actually just shows like a lot, a lot of it is stuff we've seen before. Sure. Yep. Um, with alt Superman destroying Metropolis. We see that great shot 
of uh, Steel seeing Superman walk towards him and his suit changes to black for a quick second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we do see some other stuff, which is new. And one thing that might make people very happy is that we see Lois visiting Diggle. And, that made uh, me so happy. I, I am so happy to, to, to see Diggle. I mean, we knew he was coming and, yeah. and I've been looking forward to it because it's really the first real tie you know, to the rest of this universe that we've been given. So I'm, I'm very happy to see it. Right. Right. And how does Diggle factor into this? Is he in Sam's army or something, or it does seem like an army camp of some sort that Diggle is at. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it's an Argus, Argus DOD team up type of thing. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we get a little quick shot in the Smallville Gazette, and Jordan looks like he's really upset. He's crying on Lois's uh, shoulder, and Jonathan's kind of looking on. Um, and they're in the Gazette, and I noticed in the background um, we have the bulletin board up with all sorts of faces of Smallville residents. So I'm wondering if uh, perhaps people got <laughs> repossessed. <laughs> I don't know. I I think that whole interaction between what we called Kyle L yes. and Jonathan in the last episode. I think that was a dot, dot, dot rather than a, we're never going to see that guy again. I, I kind of think you're right. I, yeah. Cause given what we know about the way that the Kryptonians, uh, uh, take control and, and, and give up control of uh, control. <laughs> yes. Just like that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, we, I wouldn't be surprised if they come back in some, in some way. And if he makes, tries to make good on his, on his threat and that I feel like there's still some unresolved stuff with Lois um, and feeling like her, her sons are in danger. And I feel like there, there could some, be something to bear there as well. But uh, yeah, nothing really else. Uh, I mean, we hear uh, iron saying it took him seven minutes to wipe out Metropolis, which is mm. <laughs> Wow. Um, and Lois saying he's got a family to fight for, which means he won't give up and neither can we. So, uh, yeah, we all hoping Superman's going to be back to Superman very soon, shortly. Really got to think it's going to be, it, it's not going to last terribly long. <laughs> all right. Well, besides this like really quick trailer, I did some thinking about this hiatus. How long is it going to be? Uh, there's no description for any episodes coming up, but we know this next episode's 112 through the valley. There is of actually death. a there is actually a description for it now. It just says Clark. That's it. Nothing else. <laughs> Get out of here. Kidding. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true Jordan makes a birdhouse. <laughs> Morgan <laughs> finds out something. <laughs> well, Morgan comes to dinner. Morgan makes pancakes. <laughs> Ooh, well, uh, but yeah, I was completely wrong about the four-week hiatus, but it is a three-week hiatus. Uh, and I was hoping it would be the only hiatus, but this this show is going to be airing on July 13th. And then I find out uh, in an interview uh, that uh, Matt Mitovich over at TV Line did with Tom Cavanaugh talking about his exit. But right at the end of the episode, or right at the end of the interview, he's talking a little bit about um, – that he's directing the finale and they say definitively it's August 17th. Yes. Which means uh, July 13th is episode 12. August 17th is episode 15. And there are four weeks in between. So (laughs) that means that two more of those weeks is going to be taken up by 
repeats. Um, yep. yep. And my guess now. is, my guess is we'll get two episodes. We'll have two episodes off. We'll get the last two. That would make sense together. Why? Yeah. That, Why? That's my guess. And then, and then Supergirl <laughs> picks up right after uh, the, the following yes. Tuesday on August 24th, right after the Superman Lois finale. How many episodes week. does it have left when it returns? Six, five, six. Um, we've got, it'll be episode eight when it comes back. Um, I don't remember how many it has this, this season total. Yeah. I don't remember. It seems like it was 15, but I, I may be wrong. I feel like it was 15. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, no, no. You're fine. I just haven't, uh, um, I don't have super on the brain at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Obviously that, that's going to get the send off <laughs> that that's going to get a send off because, yeah. you know, between COVID and Melissa's pregnancy and everything that kind of got shortchanged a little bit uh, right not yeah. saying that <laughs> the joyful arrival of her child shortchanged the show at all i don't mean that at all but obviously it had a delayed start because of the abbreviated previous season right yes but um as for uh this show uh, the, the so the 15th episode is the finale it's airing on august 17th We've learned it's directed by Tom Cavanaugh and Bitsy actually posted a, the cover sheet to the script on her Twitter and revealed the episode title is Last Sons of Krypton. And sons as in boys. Uh, now are we talking Tal and Cal? Are we talking Tal and Cal. Jor and John? <laughs> We're talking Tal and no, Cal. Tal and Cal for sure. I did notice okay. in this it, when uh, when the fortress was first formed, Jor-El calls him one, the last son of the House of El. That's right, he did say that. Yeah, mm. not the last son of Krypton. You know, I From didn't a really certain pl- point of view. Yeah, that's right. I didn't really uh, realize <laughs> the significance of that at the moment. I didn't. I noticed it, but I didn't realize. Yeah, the equivocation there. Interesting. By the way, Supergirl's gonna have twenty episodes, so I'm and- oh. Got a I lot am, left. I am not off the hook for a long while. Wow, you got a lot left. <laughs> You'll be right up to Superman and Lois season two. Easy there, Bo. Put a dollar in the jar. <laughs> uh, the the uh, last bit of trivia I want to let everybody know is in that interview with Tom Cavanaugh, which you can find on TV Line. Uh, he does talk about how he hasn't read the script yet, but he knows what direction they're going in. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, there have been, there have been stuff posted online. They are filming it or maybe they have, no, I don't think they finished yet, but they're filming it. Um, see some Leslie Lar. We see some steel. Um, we see Ed, well, at least we saw edges stunt double, which I thought was a different guy, but Derek's like, that's a stunt double. Um, I think oh, you think, okay. Um, so Tom Cavanaugh actually kinds of, kind of uh, gushes over the idea of directing this finale. He says, quote, the luster and the glow they're putting on that screen is exemplary. And the idea that you get to be part of one of the top franchises on television and one that is being rebooted in an intelligent way with heart and family bonds, getting to direct that finale, I'm truly looking forward to it. So, oh, hey, nice. this isn't just stunt directing. This is somebody who's... Looking forward and that's to it in the past because obviously they're halfway through filming right now. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 So I, I love that he has that enthusiasm for it. It's very cool that yes. they're giving they're giving him they're giving him like sort of have a celebrity director do a you know do a, a finale. It's finale. that's usually something that a you know a showrunner will sort of hold close to the chest and and make sure that it, it goes exactly the way that they, they mm-hmm. want it to. But that's cool that they're that they're giving him that. That means they must 
have a lot of a high degree of confidence in his and, and you know he's directed episodes of flash and other things as well um and he's always done a great job so i i have no doubt that he that the show's in good hands but i love his enthusiasm for it mm. yeah and how he's talking about how it's filmed and uh yeah, yeah if you know gun to your head if they said we have to have tom tom is directing but he gets to be one wells character in the superman and lois universe to pop in for a cameo who's showing up oh can he be ed can i can i just have him in as ed run the bowling <laughs> no, alley no, in, in downtown smallville like should it should reverse flash show up <laughs> should it be yeah. should it be harry uh is harry the one with the drumsticks the hat uh i want the french the french guy the french guy sherlock sherlock that's it i was like what's his name <laughs> sherlock Sherlock wells yes uh anyway uh write in and let us know which uh which wells you want on the uh on the show and maybe they'll they'll make it happen for you <laughs> zero <laughs> all right zero. that's all we have all right back in july <laughs> yeah yeah we'll see you in a few weeks everybody yeah thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next time more well,